welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is cartoonist Cena Grace. Uh, this episode will open your mind. Uh, it'll change your life. It's gonna definitely expand your heart. And uh, and I am not even joking. Okay, listen to the entire show if you can. I know it's the most it's it's the longest podcast I've ever done in my goddamn life, but it is so special. Uh, Cena and I talk about everything. All right, he has a graphic novel and a web series of the same name called Self Obsessed. Please watch immediately. Uh, he has another graphic novel uh, that I love called Not My Bag. Check that out as well. Cena is an immense talent. I am so grateful to know him. Aristotle, my producer, set this interview up. I had never met Cena. I never even knew he existed. Now I'm so glad that I do because uh, just like Aristotle did with me and Penelope Gazin, now I have a cool new friend, thanks to Aristotle. Anyway, to learn more about Cena Grace, go to cenagrace.com. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Cena Grace. Uh, and follow him on YouTube and Snapchat at Cena M Grace. That's S-I-N-A-M, as in man, Grace. You're welcome. Uh, listen, he talks shit about Snapchat on this episode, but now he's on Snapchat. So uh, welcome to Snapchat, motherfucker. Anyway, Cena and I have an honest, tangential conversation. As per the usual, we talk about a million different things, hangovers, dating, uh, DTR versus uh, DTI, which stands for defining the relationship versus defining the intent. Uh, we talk about breakups, Raya, Tinder, Growler, weed, antidepressants, the ridiculousness of red receipts, on your iPhone, we talk about Teslas, the fact that nothing lasts forever. Uh, that extends to the good moments in life and the bad moments. We talk about mushrooms, expectations of people, uh, Kanye and, and, uh, and Kim Kardashian. We talk about the difference between how we approach Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. We talk about health stuff. Uh, we talk about sex in the city intensely. Uh, we talk about self-consciousness, internet haters, the journey that is life and learning. We talk about making creative work, uh, being 100% yourself, internet spirals, love, using emotional darkness in your art, what we want our ideal love and relationship to be like. Bottom line is this conversation was so all over the place and wonderful and effortless and free and tangential. It's so long that we even have to take a bathroom break. I mean, not me, because I don't do that, but he did, but like, whatever. Um, I, I do have to apologize in advance. <sighs> I have a meltdown. I have a meltdown during this episode, and here's why. I have to apologize. If I come across as rude in any way, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I was dating someone, someone that I've, I've referred to as a normal in past episodes of my podcast, and uh, in this episode, in this conversation, that normal, and I broke up like three days prior, and I kept telling myself, Alexi, when you interview Cena, don't talk about the breakup. Don't talk about the breakup. Please keep it inside yourself. Stifle it. Please. But I have no ability to keep my mouth shut. I always have to talk about what I'm experiencing and noticing and feeling. So because this conversation happened a mere three days after my breakup, uh, this is the most over-sherry I've ever been in my entire life. So just keep in mind... Uh, you're, you're going to be listening to a, uh, a version of me that's spiraling and processing. And uh, forgive me. I'm sorry. The dude I dated is lovely. If I make it sound like he's not in any way, uh, that's a mistake. He was and is lovely. He's smart. He's wonderful. It just wasn't a fit. And this is me processing a breakup 
only a few days after it happened. All right? Thank you. Uh, anyways, if you guys out there like the Love Alexi podcast and it makes you happy or laugh or learn stuff or feel a little bit less alone or whatever, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a comment, rate the show. I know it seems like a super dorky, dumb, boring, unnecessary thing to do, but it'll totally help me grow the show so I can keep doing it and you can keep listening to it. Uh, I also think that you and I should be friends on all of social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. Uh, For example, if you follow me on Twitter and Snapchat, you can catch uh, the caffeinated spirals that I go on, like the one I experienced this week where I had a complete, uh, I wouldn't call it a meltdown. This was not a meltdown, but I did have a weird spiral where I'm reading this book called I Love Dick by a woman named Chris Krause. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, Catherine Brandis, sent it to me. She uh, runs a company called BB Dakota. She's a powerhouse. I love her. Uh, and she sent me this book, and I started reading it. And all of a sudden, all these things came to the surface within me. Um, I've been like struggling with some new crush I have. I'm obsessing over a new guy. Uh, he told me he loved me, but then he lives in another city and he has horrible text etiquette and I'm just confused by him and it's like irritating me and exhausting me and I'm putting a lot of thought and energy into it. So reading this book and paying attention to how much women in general at large, and I don't mean to generalize, but I'm going to generalize, uh, it made me think about how much how much energy women put into processing their feelings and thinking about stuff and talking to their other girlfriends about all the shit that they're feeling. And uh, men, men put themselves first and women don't, all right? Femininity is beautiful, okay? As, a, as women, we have this amazing ability to uh, multitask, feel our feelings, process, communicate. But here's what I'm trying to do because I just, I'm so sick of fucking wasting time. I want to tap into the masculine energy and put myself first like men do, harness my attention better, not give men so much power and lead with all of my emotions. And, uh, and then other things I was thinking about is the fact that like, you know, I'm a woman, I'm in my thirties and I'm not even ready to have a baby yet or anything. I don't even have a, have a boyfriend. I don't even know if I want a child or whatever, but I hate that there's, that the pressure is on women to make babies. And I don't want that pressure. Why do we have to feel like we have a fucking expiration date? Why can't men have the fucking babies? I don't want that pressure or responsibility. I am not just a vessel to harvest an embryo. All right. I have a career. I have a life. I have goals just like men do. You know, I, I love sex. I have a million things that I want to do and travel to and things I want to accomplish. And just the whole idea of like expiration dates and aging and babies and leading with emotion and just fucking feeling so many feelings and thinking about men, it's exhausting. And, uh, and at what point, this is another question I had, at what point is all the energy we expend as women, all the, at what point is all the energy we expend on talking about men and dating and love with all of our girlfriends uh, when does it stop being about human connection and processing stuff and just become a waste of time and like a time suck? So there you go. I'm I'm done. I'm trying to make this change myself. Uh, and I, I don't want to hate men. I don't hate men. I love them. I just want to get control of myself and put myself first and access that aspect of masculine energy. And I invite all of you women to do the same thing. So that is like a rant that I went on on, on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh and Snapchat this week. So that's what happens. If you follow me on social media, you can get exhausted uh, by me there. Uh, or think deeply about uh, things that might affect your life as well. Um, anyways, you can send emails to the show at dearlovealexi at gmail.com. And uh, 
I'm excited about all of it, you guys. But now I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with cartoonist and my new friend, Cena Grace. Now entering Nerdist.com. It's happening. Oh, it's not you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Now, now it's happening. happening. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice, nice to meet you. you. How are you? Oh, you I'm smell so very good. nice. You smell great. And you'll oh, be cool. a coffee. I should yeah. get you coffee. Nah. Oh, hey. It's like something trivial. Yes. So how do you get? Oh, do you want to sit there? Yeah, I uh, want to sit there. I'll throw the whole interview off here. Somebody sat there one time, and I was like, stressed you out. Yeah, and I was, I was too much of a people pleaser to be like, don't sit there. No, do you or whatever? And then it ruined the interview for me. Um, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Oh my god. Okay. Hey. Um, so, wait, are the sunglasses gonna come off? Because I, I can wear mine too. Yeah, yeah let's wear sunglasses. Should we just wear? <laughs> let's just be dicks. But I always need to feel connected. That's oh, here. What, that's why my last relationship ended. Okay, good. You wore sunglasses the whole yeah, relationship. No. Yeah. No, because I never felt con- quite connected. Have you ever dated anybody where you just don't feel you want it? To, you want it to be there, and you just feel like disconnected and alone next to them. But but all, everything on paper and on the surface is nice. Yeah, all the time. That's the worst. It's really hard because you're holding them. And and, and like you're just like God. Why doesn't this feel like two people actually like absorbing each other or something yeah, weird? Like, <laughs> and cozy. And anyway, let's begin the show. We were already recording. Hi. So hey. you are Cena Grace. Hi. Yeah, I am. Um, this I is, hope so. <laughs> I hope me too. Um, I'm Alexi. Thank you for my coffee. Okay, yeah. Cena brought me coffee. Can take a sip. Oh, yeah, let me take a sip too. An iced non-fat latte. You, Got your back. And you must live near me. I'm not going to say where this coffee place is, but yeah, well, you must live we'll by talk. Beverly, right? Yeah, okay. a little bit. Well, my dog gets like when I know I have to be places. I'm like, all right, you're going to go to doggy daycare. So oh, it's, well now you're just oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep that out. Now, now people are going to steal my dog. I can't Thanks. That. <laughs> There's oh, pictures of them on the internet, right? <laughs> We are laughing so hard already at the top of the show. No, wait a minute. Okay. How did, now, this is the second interview that my producer here, Aristotle, the Hi, young, Aristotle. gorgeous 23-year-old, soon-to-be 24-year-old uh, Aristotle has, uh, tomorrow's your birthday? No, just this month. Just, this, just month this month is your birthday? Just this month. This Just is great. This month. Only Holy this shit. month. You're so young. You're so young and beautiful and handsome. And this is the second interview uh, that Aristotle has orchestrated. I think I accidentally listened to the first one. Penelope Gazin? Yeah. Are you guys friends? Well, what's funny is that I haven't met her yet, but everyone's been like, have you met her? She's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you yeah. just know each other. Yeah. Um, so I feel like more and more, because that was the top one on your iTunes. Yeah. Or I think it was the first one. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like even that was like, uh oh, I'm like cosmically getting closer to her, yeah. but I still haven't met her. Why have you not brother. met her? Um, maybe I haven't. I just didn't know it was her. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, oh my God. I, I also try not to like, I try to like be very like chill with people, like, especially if like you respect them. Oh, yeah. Because I get really nerdy real fast. Like, I'll just be like, I'm not worthy. Really? You know? But yeah, you're so anyone. worthy. You're so talented. You might even be more talented than her. I don't think I don't want to do that. Okay, that's, I'm, not, that's, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's talent, apples and oranges. <laughs> I well, so like, how do you guys? How how do uh, how do you guys know each other? Aristotle through the meltdown, basically through all of this meltdown stuff. Um, he was always really nice to me, and uh, he didn't seem to be faking it when he said he liked my stuff. So. Oh my god! I don't think, yeah, <laughs> so, I don't think he would ever say anything he didn't mean. Yeah, and and as you can tell by like the. Uh, lack of self worth. I've already like displayed. Exposed. Like if someone, yeah, Exposed. if someone's just like you're great, I'm like, oh, 
Yes. What do you want? Oh, I'll give you toys. <laughs> do you say thank you? Because I have a problem. If anybody says anything nice to me, I'm like, oh. And now my, my, my therapist, because of course I'm in therapy. Are yeah. you in therapy? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Are you on antidepressants? No, not yet. Well, okay. I don't know if I'm going to. We'll I don't want to do it. Yeah. I feel the same way. I'm just like, I feel, I'm going to go all over the place. I, I feel like uh, I'm a bit hungover from yesterday. Lucky. Just got out of a thing two days ago. Like a, a romance thing? A romance thing that was okay. like only like three and a half months. Okay. I'm I'm kind of like balls deep in a romance thing. So. You are? Yeah, we can talk about it. Who are you dating? Or well, what I, is happening here? Um. Oh, wait. Should we talk about antidepressants and Aristotle first? Oh, well, <laughs> that's true. All the stuff. Um. Well, we covered Aristotle, oh, yeah. right? You're Did done. We? You're 24. You're, you're it's out of here. It's yeah. over. Boom. Um, but really I just, nice guy, though. But he's a totally nice guy. Very handsome. Um, I... Oh, it is this unnamed place. I this mean, a secret coffee spot in Los should, Angeles, Tinseltown. Yeah, we should just edit it—the part where you say you live by it—so we can promote it. But oh yeah, do you want to do that? Yeah, no. yeah, we'll figure that out. Just say where it is. On Dante Coffee. Um, <laughs> get it. Get it. They're really—they're really great people there. Um, Are they? They're just super. Like once they get like I don't know. I love I love having like conversations with baristas and like yeah, you know, finding out like little bits about their personal lives because. They only tell you so much in those like forty second interactions. Those exchanges. What do you get out of them? Um, I usually know like who they're dating. Oh my god! Or like what they need their money for. Like that's important. Yeah. Like yeah. one of my one of my buddies at Andante is just like, oh man, I'm like, you know, I got to save all this money because it's my girlfriend's birthday, and I was like, yeah. You need at least six hundred dollars if you're going to be a good boyfriend. Oh my god, what does he get? What does he need to get her? He's, he's just a, like a kid, so I was like being really shitty to him. I yeah. was like, you got to take her out. You got to get her a gift. You've got to surprise her at work with like flowers. And oh stuff. my god, you've got to get like a really dope card. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, you got to like also get a piece of jewelry. You just got to cover your bases, oh man. Oh my god, <laughs> is this how you do? You date men or women or both? Uh, I date men, but there have been a couple of like. Whoops, with women. Is this alcohol related? Or is it like, ugh. Column A, column, uh, there, was, there were no columns. More like, if it happens, it happens. I'm not opposed to it. I, I'm trying um, to create so many, like, boundaries and labels. Look at me. I know, Being man. like, you know, I'm trying to put you in a cubby hole, and you're like, I don't you know, and you're just a lot more I'm fluid like, than I'm I am. I'm fucking fluid, man. It's like, fluid, yeah. No, really, I, like, I, <laughs> I definitely, like, identify as, like, at this point, I just say gay or queer because... Oh. oh, my God. What does that mean? What is that symbolic of? Your phone just dropped. My phone... I just dropped okay? the phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's on... <laughs> it means I have big pockets, which that's a <laughs> metaphor for something. Okay. Oh, my God. Everything you just said that that barista should do for his girlfriend's birthday is what I want my next boyfriend to do for me. You know, it's... And to drive a Tesla. A Tesla, I really? feel like... I don't know. I just feel like... I, I feel like every time I see a Tesla, I just want to follow that Tesla really? and just be like hey stop <laughs> be my boyfriend or they just drive by a dealership just over AVL question mark <laughs> oh, what does AVL mean available, available? Yeah. oh my god somebody uh, listen I have to get back to a few different things we're so tangential already so I said I'm a bit hungover just got out of a relationship yeah. so I just feel like a lot of uh, yeah a lot of this is going to be uh, about that it's, let's get there I think let's it's, go there yeah that's why and antidepressants and uh, you know what it all means and what we're looking for it's a weird time to be uh, a single human being i mean who should i do mushrooms have you done mushrooms yeah i actually it's funny because i uh to like swoop this into like let's Self- talk about myself yeah yeah self-obsessed and, I, I, you, you do uh, you have the, the personal journey i watched and it inspired me to maybe do mushrooms so yeah take it away so it's not as um all right so i just shot a web series that uh, i wrote and started it was and, amazing i've seen all you. of them yes. oh cool um but i just shot this web series uh, based off a 
graphic novel I wrote and drew. And um, in the web series, my character's like, oh, I'm lost. I'm in a rut. I'll do shrooms. And uh, after shooting that, I like was like, oh, my character had such a great journey with shrooms. Like, I'll do shrooms. Yeah, whoa, you didn't do it beforehand. I had, but it wasn't. Like, the intent when I did them before was not like, oh, let me figure out what's, like, wrong with me or something. Um, and it was really intense. Don't do shrooms in L.A. I got real, like, oh um, Red Easton Ellis in my head. You do, I love him. He's not podcasting enough. He, he's also not, like, sane enough to, like, be in his head. Like, it's not – think about that. Think about being in Red Easton Ellis's head. Like, in, it's too like, much. walking around on drugs. I was just, like, in this, like, feedback meta writer loop. Like, oh my walking God. through Los Angeles. and um, By yourself? I was, well, I was at my friend's house and I was freaking out because, like, she was very, like, happy to just eat dinner and, and watch um, OJ, the yeah. crime drama. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, I was, like, shivering and I was, like, I have to, like, I need to go out. I need to be in nature. Um, and her beautiful backyard, I was there. But then because we shot some exterior scenes in her backyard for the web series, I started freaking out even more. Like you're in your own web series? Well, I was like, this is a real place where I shot a fake thing with real people doing fake things and I'm here again. It, again, it was really bad, especially when you're on drugs. I love how your mind works because it reminds me of my mind. Yeah, I think we're going to get along. Yeah, or exhaust each other and just like our heads will explode. Wait, I want to I hear this more clearly. How do I turn me up in my uh, headphones? Don't do, wait for all right. Give me a tissue paper for my nose. Tissue paper for the nose. Nothing else. Nothing all right. Else. Nothing else. Okay, so you're Don't need on. To dab my makeup. Just dab. You know. Here we go. Living our lives. Okay, now I can hear you. Living the dream. Living the goddamn dream. <laughs> can you hear yourself? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I prefer not to, but oh, well, <laughs> no, you know. I'm good. So you're in her backyard. Yeah. So, having these thoughts and feelings. So I piece the fuck out, and she lives in Highland Park, and I'm just like walking through, and. And I don't know how much of this is interesting to anyone else. So I'll get to the part that you'll like. Okay. Which is the whole time um, I have this one ex who, like, I I keep around. Uh, that's such a terrible glib way of putting it. Oh, but, I like, get it. I keep him in my life because he brings out something in me that I'm not done with. And the whole time I was, like, talking to myself, I was like, you're not going to reach out to him. But you're going to reach out to him. It's a foregone conclusion. So you might as well do it now. Yeah. You might as well advance the plot. Oh. Like, <laughs> um... And so I did, like, and what's funny is, like, I did try to do the, like, the grown-up thing when you're doing this childish thing called shrooms, but, like, I tried to, like, hint at friends who could rescue me who, like, wouldn't be potentially bad for me, yeah. and um, and ultimately it was that guy that, that got me, and he drove me into um, the Angeles National Forest, because I was like, I just need to be in nature, like, I'm freaking out. He drove me, like, 20 miles out of town. Oh, my God. He took me to... Um, kind of this dark area that had a little bit of access to nature on the road. And this is my favorite part of it because I was like, I was like, oh my God, like uh, nature, God, everything is like symbolic. And he was like, well, I'm not on drugs. So this is all just like trees and shit to me. And I was like, and I was like, everything's a metaphor here, you asshole. And um, I go to the like edge of the uh, highway like you know the railing and and i like look over and turn my flashlight on and i see that it's literally just like cliff and again in my like stupid writer head i'm like see if i go downhill it's downhill (laughs) and he's like okay and then i'm like literally like scrambling up this one hill like trying to climb up it and i'm like the struggle to go uphill is so hard but it must be worth it and he was like get down you're gonna hurt yourself like (laughs) 
it was such bad, like, Lit 101 logic. But what happened at the end of it all? Like, tell, I mean, I, Oh, my God. Well, it was really great because... Um, it was great. Doing I just, it was great, right? Or in no? the sense of that, I was so exhausted by the end of it. Like, cut to an hour and a half later, like, we're on his roof eating, you know, um, chips and, and salsa. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, laying it all out. I'm, like, look, I, like, don't know what to do with you. Like... I have wanted you to tell me you love me forever and I don't love you anymore and I don't know what to do with us because, like, me thinking this was magical was the only thing keeping it together. And now that I don't care, I don't know what this is. Oh, fuck. It was really... and But it was nice because I had, like, I had been so scared to just tell him I loved him. Like, I was, like... And, like, a lot of my friends, like, kind of, like, rag on him or don't think he's good for me. Um, Maybe rightfully so. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. But it was just cool because I was just at that point of like emotional exhaustion where I was like, I was like, I can't make these decisions for myself anymore. Like, I just need to talk to you about it. And um, we reached a really peaceful place. Um, And now I feel like happy with what it is. And I'm sure like, you know, like everything, it'll fade away. But that's what I got out of the shroom trip. So that's the shroom trip with an ex-boyfriend, and that's not the same as the person that you're dating now, or you are with this person. No, 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 I'm not with this person romantically. You're, you're not with that person. I'm dating someone else. You're dating someone else. This was a few months ago. This was a few months ago. But I'm a pretty messy person, so... So what, what, what did he say? So he didn't love you, and you were no longer... Uh... He does love me. <laughs> I'm just going to put that on the internet. Okay. He you does, yeah. You don't rescue someone like that. If like, actions have... speak louder than words, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he... He was just like, he was like, he was, you know, he was trying to like say things without saying things. He was like, he was like, I don't not, not feel, you know, like triple negative, whatever. And I was like, triple (laughs) negatives. And, um, he was just like, we're something to each other. And, uh, on the like anniversary of us meeting, I like sent him a note being like, we're not what I wanted us to be at the time, but like, I'm still happy you're around in this like nameless, like, unquantifiable capacity capacity but what it is what is what do you have with the new person um because what do you possibility want? I guess. possibility like yeah you don't go into something hoping it'll fail you hope it will be this beautiful thing right yeah like, and and how far in with this new relationship just a couple weeks a couple, couple weeks. weeks oh that's exciting yeah four or five dates and what's the goal do you think this is all for me actually but because <laughs> um, i feel like it's for me it's like i want to i want I don't want to be in anything lackluster. I want to be. I want to feel cozy and understood, and uh, madly crazy, passionately in love, and inspire one another, and have my own identity. But then also, like you know, fall into the arms of somebody who like yeah. gets me that I'm like proud to be seen walking in the street, making out with, who likes PDA, and yeah. the sex is great, and and uh, you know, and is sure of me, and certain of me, and proud of me, and vice versa, and uh, all the stuff. So yeah. well, yeah. What's so your you goal? know, yeah. Basically, it's like yeah. I think about that. I think about qualities that. Um, there's like some, <laughs> some behind the scenes action going on. So much on. shit happening here at Meltdown. Go, um, go on. <laughs> it's just packages. Um, but you think about, yeah, you think about qualities that you need to maintain for a long-term relationship and like stuff that works for you. So like one of the things that I know I need, um, to stay captivated by another person is like the body chemistry. Oh yeah. Like if that's not like. Oh my god! I want to like live in their armpits, like literally, yes. like their bo Pheromone. has to. It really yes. It's a it's a animal thing, but I'm like whatever. Like I can count on it. Historically, like my longer relationships have been the ones where like I can just like live 
like next to your skin and like wear their skin yeah 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 (laughs) and like same with sex like obviously sexual chemistry ebbs and flows in longer term relationships but you know whether or not like you want to do it with someone for you know more than six months or something it's so funny because i i dated someone and uh and they were so fucking hot and sexy and all the stuff and i like the smell of his skin but then every time we would have sex, I felt so unfulfilled. And it was just oh. like, he was so bad. It was so boring. Yeah. Don't do that. And I just stayed in the thing. Could you? Did you guide him a little bit? Yeah, I tried. Like... But then I just felt like it was me like doing the stuff. And I felt like, you know, anyway, it was just uh, crazy. I just can't believe it. And I need great sex. Yeah. It's like such an important thing. It doesn't matter how kind or nice or whatever or, you know, consistent <laughs> lackluster sex is the worst. Go on. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, um... And I, one of the other things I know I need is like, this is so weird. I'm going to just say this. This is like, so some people do not get this luxury to like have this feeling. Um, It's a very like popular girl feeling, but it's like, I want him to like look at me and think I'm the fucking bomb. Me too. Yes. But it's, it's a thing that not everyone is, uh, has experienced. Oh, so if you've not experienced it, you don't know what you're missing until you have it once. And then you're like... Yeah, that exists, and I want that. But also, you get like people and, idealize you and love you for your work as well. So you know what that feels like just from having an audience that like respects you and, and knows how talented you are. So of course you're going to want that in love, right? Yeah, I mean, and and the problem is too. Like I'm, I'd imagine like you receive this far more than I do on um, for so many reasons. But like, I don't want to be put on a pedestal. <laughs> you're smiling. I'm like. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we both do. Well, no, I'm not like, yes, not so. a pedestal, but like, you know, I think the only way like I can, this is unfortunate for me, but like the only way I can feel dope is like if someone is like telling me I'm dope, you know, like oh, I need, you need to constant be constant like, reassurance a bit constant or just or sorry, just some just yeah. like, an, I mean, you know, I want them to think I'm cool. Like, I want them to think what I do is cool. I couldn't. I couldn't be in a relationship with someone who, like, gave zero shits about my work. I don't know. I did date one guy like that. And it was challenging, like, because I'd be like, oh, I just did this thing. Or I just got this, like, gig. And they'd be like, that's cool, period. And I'm like, no! Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like a weird thing because, uh, I don't know, you make so much stuff. You you generate so many things and you put, put it out into the world. And it is a lot. And I do the same. You know, I like, even with a podcast, it's like, it's a lot to ask a person I'm dating to like listen to every single podcast. It kind of makes me feel like a monster, but at the same time, it's like, well, I want them to be interested. So it's like yeah. this weird like balance of like it's your work. It's you want to be work. able to talk about it. And I also it's cool work too. Thank you very much. My God, you're so nice. I love you too. It's incredible, <laughs> and you have beautiful hands. You guys can't oh, see. You. you have such beautiful. You have like piano playing. Oh, you know, well, you're like shaky right now because of okay. coffee. Coffee and you. And <laughs> you. Oh God, I know. I was hoping this might be a date since I'm really single. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe Aristotle orchestrated this blind date. It's fantastic. And then I'm like, oh okay, it's it's <laughs> he not dresses well. Oh, like he you, looks good in wigs. You look great. Crop tops. Yeah. Oh, he's gay. <laughs> I know. Goddamn. But uh, oh, here's my rule for me. I've decided I, I will only date someone I would have as a guest on my podcast. Really? Because I feel like that means that I'm interested and fascinated by them. and They're doing cool shit. And, uh, you know, and I want to talk to them about it. That's good. What do you need to be? Uh, uh, people are being so loud over there. It's crazy. Don't they know we're constantly podcasting here at uh, Meltdown Comics? It's crazy. Close their door. Um, holy shit. Um Nobody out there can hear that, I don't think. But um, I won't let them. Do you need to respect the person you're dating? Because I feel like oh, I, God. yeah, I feel like I can't be dating some person who doesn't inspire me. The minute, the minute 
they're a weenie in my head. Yeah. Do you want to like? What, should we do something? Is it too loud? Oh, should I close that door? Oh, you will. Aristotle is getting up, getting some cardio in, living his life. Giving us a view. Open and shutting some doors. I think it's okay to objectify uh, men when it's funny. Me too. That's my whole deal. I had a blog all about that, but I don't blog anymore. I only podcast because because uh, <laughs> the future. Because it's the like because exactly because <laughs> the internet group pair. I don't know. <laughs> Because of the future. That exactly, that's exactly how I feel. Oh, God. Um, all right. Where were we? Listen, we, we need to get. We need to be talking about all the things you're up to as well. Oh, sure, yeah. We're, we're like, you know, we're, we're talking about shrooms. This is good. This is all good stuff. <laughs> we do have to get to Sex in the City, though. Yeah, um, cause please. I, cause I feel, thank you. Because <laughs> I feel like all I ever do is, like, make Sex in the City references that nobody gets or, like, they don't care. And, like, and then uh, I'm just, like, left here on a ledge just, like, you know. Holding my fucking dick, but uh, oh yeah. no, I'm there for you. I'll, I'll swallow whatever loads you drop. I would love that. Um, so, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. So I have here, you guys out there in the uh, whoever you are, uh, all twelve, all twelve, you? all twelve of you. Uh, by the way, are you on Snapchat? No, I don't. I'm too. Should I? You're not on Snapchat. Neither is Aristotle, right? It. I tried because I wanted to see some dick pics. Oh, real? Nobody ever sends me dick pics. Well, it was this one dude who works in politics, and he was like, "I'm not gonna like send you anything that you can hold on to." Is that the last guy I was dating? Perhaps he was kind of political. Oh my god, was he sending you dick pics? No, he never did. Oh, okay, good. So I got on this <laughs> stupid fucking Snapchat, and like, I didn't even get dick pics, and then. <sighs> I don't know. Sorry, Snapchat, if you're listening to this. We're actually sponsored by, <laughs> we're sponsored by Snapchat. I find the app, like, not super easy to, like, manage. But I yeah. think once you get into the rhythm, it's kind of like a PC. Like It is. And also, it, like, drains your battery. Oh, does it? It really does. Can I, can I do it? Like, can I literally just... The thing I like about it is the... Or that I'm trying to, like, sway towards and lean into is the temporality of it and, and how you don't... Like, it, nothing has to be, like, a press release. Like, yeah. I feel like on Instagram sometimes, like, I kind of have to, like, post with my best foot forward. Otherwise, people are like, ugh, boring, unfollow. And then yeah. it's like, what? No, no, don't do it. Or they, like, I get a lot of unfollows when I post naked pics, which is, like, funny. Naked pics on your Instagram? Like, I'll cover the my Pikachu. Okay, wait, but... like, pick up, uh, give me your, uh, I need access to your Instagram I right haven't, now. I haven't done it in a what? while. What? Let me see your Instagram. How did it, I not see this? It's no, there's no nudie pics lately. How are we following each other on Twitter, like, old assholes, like, idiots, like, nerdy boneheads, and I'm not following <laughs> you on Instagram and looking at, at uh, possible Oh, yeah, I post, I post a lot of raunch, well, oh, yeah, I lost a bunch of followers when I was in Palm Springs, um, and just taking pictures of my, like, friends, like, in high heels, but this is me... Um, this wearing is, is great for- a Ted Baker dress. Oh my God! Look at you, Ted Baker outfit. Look how good my stomach is. In you that. look incredible. I lost like seven followers that day. That's so insane. With- People love selfies, and it means you don't like yourself if you don't post selfies. And with it's true. <laughs> this is my friend Ronnie. Look how beautiful he is. This is great for podcasting, just like you showing me photos. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop. We'll stop. But no. Oh my God! Incredible. But like, Ugh. I lost a fuck ton of followers that week. How many was- followers do you have? Uh, only like. Yeah, you need more. You need more. You can never do with that. I can't do the... I'm not making any sense. I'm hungover. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. I don't... It's like, I try not to, like, play by the rules, but at the same time, I'm like, I need to play by the rules and, like, build... On my terms. So you need to play by the rules on your terms. Yeah. It's tough to... It's tough. And that's what's weird about Snapchat is, like, I fucking hate it, but it's probably useful. Here's what you can do. You go on Snapchat. Uh... You do what you want to do. Then you can save your videos or your photos to your phone and then upload them uh, as you see fit 
to Instagram, whichever right. ones you prefer. That way some things can last for a long time as opposed to just like uh, yeah. evaporating. But I do like the evaporation of it in that nothing feels... I can't win feels... with you. I can't no, win no, no, with no. you. I was going to say that's the one rewarding... <laughs> no, no, no. I was... This was the long way around my initial Snapchat thing was um, I do like that there's less pressure. Like, like I can just post and not give a fuck. Yeah. Whereas like on these other things I have to be like, uh, like... Yeah. I am I that. am I catering to these fans? Meh. Um, I just posted a thing on my Instagram where I, I, the the relationship I was saying ended on Monday, and then I posted something on my Instagram today, totally not connected to the dude I was dating. But I wrote, "Oh, wedding inspiration dress" or something, or like I found my wedding dress, and now I'm like, "Fuck, why did I do that?" He's gonna think oh, I'm like, yeah. or I hope his friends don't think. Anyway, I don't know. No, I've been into like drawing like sad brides and brides and stuff lately because <laughs> Bat for Lashes is gonna have an album coming out, and it's on my mind. But, um. I'm the same way where it's like, oh, my God, I'm drawing all these wedding dresses and, like, posting all these, like, oblique, like, references and stuff. What the hell? <laughs> There's so much going on. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of you can see this. Oh, um, but, yeah, I feel that. I feel that's also shitty about dating in the Internet era yeah. is they're allowed to read into everything. Yeah, it is, it's exhausting. Like, I want to kind of unfriend this guy so I can, like... I can post stuff on Facebook. Like, I'm like, all I want to do is talk about boys, like, direct message me, you know, like, but the, I don't want him to know. The last guy you're dating or the guy you're currently Current, dating? Currently. I'm like, how did you meet him? Are you on any dating Tinder. apps? Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. You're not on Raya? I don't even know what that is. Listen. Is that the celebrity one? Yes, it's like Illuminati Tinder. It's just like this bullshit ugh, version of Tinder. Do you like it? Uh, well, I had never been on a dating app. I've never been on Tinder. That's a lie. I was on it for like a week and then I, or like a day and I got uncomfortable and I got off it. But then... My friends created Raya. I know some people who created it. I thought, this is great. I don't have to pay. They charge a fee Whoa. to be on Raya. Yeah, Celeb it's status. Fucking... <laughs> and I think you just have to be like a creative person or not ugly or whatever. And like, you I know. I think I'm both of those things. You're creative and gorgeous. And how tall are you? 5'10", 5'11", maybe? 5'10", 5'11". Let's just go with 5'11". Let's do it. Let's just do in that. Heels? You know, heels? No big deal. Um, MBT. I mean. uh, but yeah, I met the last guy I was dating on Raya. Okay. Um, Was it someone famous? No, no, he wasn't famous. How did he get on there? Because uh, he's hot. I, I think he paid and he's hot and he's, uh, I don't know, he's been on television or something. Okay. I don't know why. He's, he's good looking and he's had a willingness to pay money f- to be on the service. How much but is it? If- I have no idea. I, I, I'm i just on it. Oh my God, this is like <laughs> riveting, <laughs> riveting content. But uh, It's but, riveting to me, I guess. But it's like. But it, I guess, you, no, not it's not for everyone. Anyway, sorry. But what do you think of uh, of dating apps? They well, because so, I have like a love hate relationship with them. They're really fun to kill time. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's good if you need sex, like not Tinder. Tinder for gay people is actually, I perceive it as a serious dating app. Oh really? Oh, whereas Grinder because or... we have Insta sex apps, yeah. you know, where straight people don't. So they go to Tinder and they're like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna get my dick sucked. Yeah. Because this chick swiped right. Yeah. And but for gay people, it's like, oh, like this guy like actually was willing to spend more than two minutes on my profile because like he read the words and like looked at all the pictures. Like, he read the words. It's so true. yeah, it, you know, and so you can actually it, it requires a little too much work for just sex. So you end up kind of meeting people who are down for a date, for a drink or something. Whereas like the other app I have called Growler, which is a for dudes who like big, furry, thick men. Yeah. I like thick That's men. That's what you like. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Fine, yeah. Opposites, I guess. Um, but uh, that one is like, if I, if I was in the mood for something instant, it wouldn't be hard yeah. um, to, to pull off. Why did you and this guy, and can we talk about that of on course. there? Of course. Yeah. I mean, it just only happened like a few days ago. Uh, I, okay. 
the entire time I was dating him, I was uncomfortable internally. And I think it's because I, uh, he is 6'3", handsome, classically handsome, mm. Has, mm. has no darkness to him, isn't like a weird artist or like a, an artsy person. Didn't like Beach House, which I thought was bizarre, but whatever. At all? He just didn't like Beach House. They're, yeah. a, growing, they're a grower band. Like You kind of have to listen to them 30 times. It's true. It's true. Did you do that? No. <laughs> Did you I play sent, Bloom I'm, over and over again? I sent a master of none. Nothing. He didn't like it. I like Did you give song. him the Miranda July dance Oh too? my god, I didn't. There's a Miranda July dance? You haven't seen The Future? No. What's that? What's The Future? It's oh, her, her movie? It's her movie and she spends, like I think, about 11 minutes of the movie practicing this dance to that song what it's an interpretive dance and it and no one whatever we have to change the subject because no one can see me do these like weird like butt jerks that she does i'll send you the link oh my god yeah i'm gonna get sent a link this is so exciting it's the best part of my whole day um yeah it's just uh i just he was i called him i would refer to him as a normal okay and then i was like i have to stop doing that i'm creating separation i've just got to like realize like i'm i'm not some weird idea of myself from like years ago and like because i you know i I just kept describing myself as like I'm this freaky emo girl who goes to shows and I'm bizarre and I'm like quirky and weird and like a, I'm a and manic a, pixie dream girl in real life. I hate that phrase though. <laughs> Don't you hate that phrase? Now there's a new one like manic pixie jerk girl. Wow. Which is like the Broad City Girls, which I actually love that show. I didn't watch it until at least the normal. This lovely guy that I dated, I'm no longer dating, who's not right. a normal. He's so much more than that. Uh, <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> I, miss you. <laughs> I know. Please love me. <laughs> what went wrong? But uh, he told me to watch Broad City and I was like, ah, I don't think it's for me. I think it's going to wow. be too big. And then I watched every single episode. Yeah. Love it. I can't believe it. Yeah. I love it more than girls. I mean, yeah. like, it's, they're so different. Anyway. But the... I don't know what my point is here, but oh, here, so... Oh, yeah, why did it end? So I just kept... He kept asking me out, and to me, he was the f- the freaky person, because he like, goes to the gym. He is, like, he's, like, ripped. He's... He's, a, he's like, one of those normal dudes. He's, like, a normal... He, you know, because I kept comparing him... And this is the shitty thing I did. I kept comparing him to, like, The Bachelor. Like, the last Bachelor, like, Ben The uh. Bachelor. Like, like who are these people who walk around, like, smiling? Like, I have a very hard time photo... Uh, smiling in photos um i apologize i'm never gonna do a podcast again when i'm hungover this is not my best but i am gonna be very forthright but this is about you is this okay this is about us this is about us you're right we're just sharing a moment it's just one day yeah it's just a conversation yeah we're just living our lives having yeah, a conversation we're having the best time i'm are, having a great time are you yeah okay good i feel like this is only gonna make it better me sh- oversharing because is uh, that okay do you want me to like kick me under the table if you're like don't ask that no question. i feel good i know before i came here i was like just keep your mouth shut don't talk about the breakup. And then I'm like, I just can't, I can't talk about anything but the breakup. We weren't even really boyfriend and girlfriend. Though. That's the funny thing because like, I don't know. Okay. Listen, I'm going to end. It. I get it. It was just, he kept pursuing me because he thinks, thinks I'm neat and interesting and he respects me. And then I kept saying yes, but I always felt like so like uncomfortable in my skin, like ugly and weird. And then I got. Oh, that's then, what happens with normal people is they make accidentally, they make you feel fringe. Is that why? Yeah. Like, I felt like like bizarre and ugly. And I'm not those things. No, you're Gorge. I am Gorge. We are Gorge. Aristotle, too. Okay. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I know. It's too much. Oh, my Potternot.com. Oh Give my him God. an eight. <laughs> oh, we're having a great day, everybody. Okay. <laughs> See, it's only been like three days and I'm feeling great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I just kept going, God, why does he keep asking me out? I don't get it. But fuck it. I'm going to like... I'm going to get over all these voices in my head and these ideas of myself that are not true. And I like, and, uh, and we just kept dating and then, but it never felt right. He felt, even though he kept pursuing me, I felt like he was a bit cold and it was just wasn't cozy and open. And like, it just didn't, that love, that magical love, it just didn't exist. You don't need that. Like, you know what I, I mean? Yeah. I always felt unfulfilled and like unhappy 
but he kept smiling and asking me out. So I thought I was going crazy. No, it just wasn't a fit. It just wasn't a fit. And then finally he realized it wasn't a fit too. And then it was uh, mutually exploded. Okay. Yeah. Monday. It was this Monday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that a lot because I think there are people who like kind of make you feel okay. Like you're like, oh, you make me feel good. Like, and then you carry on with them and you realize it's like built on nothing or something. Yeah. It's just that I need warmth and depth and I need to like be able to communicate and feel cozy with someone. And it just was lacking yeah, and, that. and you don't want to feel, like, uncomfortable about who you are. Like, you you want to be challenged, but not... Yeah. I think I need... I think there is a divide, though, with, like... I'm sorry. I, I tried... I, I said this so much at the, at the top, like, when I was dating him, at the beginning of dating him. Uh, you know, calling, making, you know, calling him a normal or a jock or and making me this artsy person. But there is a divide. You know, there are such things as normals and, like, people who are all happy. He had no darkness to him. Yeah. And uh, didn't understand depression and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm depressed, but no, no, sometimes. no. But it's a part of the process when you yeah. when you live in a creative mind space. Like you have to ride those waves. And even with this guy, like the one you're currently dating. Yeah, he. Uh, it was so funny because like I, I I'm pretty like up and down emotionally sometimes. I think, but you have to be because that's how you make work, right? Yeah, that's... you have to dive into both emotions, I guess. And um, I was feeling really discouraged about some health stuff. And what did I say to him? I was like, fuck, it was really, it was really intense. Like, I kind of, like, laid it on him because I was just like, I'm not going to, like, I'm, I'm tactful enough that I'm not going to be the crazy person who's like, I'm just going to unload my crazy on you and see if you like it. But I, like, I do dole out some of the more, like, you know, gothic themed emotions and, and, you know, see how they take it because I need someone to, like, understand that part of me if they're going to be with me and, um. I had, like, texted him this thing where I was, like, I said something about, like, I'm spending my time either, like, thinking about dying or, like, oh, it was something so dreary. But it was true. I was just, like, in a bad headspace. And, like, the there was some medical stuff that I was dealing with. And basically, like, I just felt like I was in a lose-lose situation with some stuff. And I was, like, telling him that. And uh, he just wrote back, understood. And I was, like fuck you Whoa. but at the same time it's like that like i couldn't that was unfair to do that to someone like how do you know what they want to do over text message yeah but i get that because the conversations irl have been not that but they, like okay that's good but i have to like you have to see if that person can speak to that side of you otherwise you're just gonna feel alone you know that was and i just felt alone a lot yeah but I hate... on paper everything was fine yeah, face-to-face but, smiles all the time. I just felt like I was going insane. Yeah, you need you need someone who can, like, understand that part of you without feeding into it. Because that's the problem, is, like, some of those guys that get it then contribute to it, the darkness. And oh, yeah. So it's a balance, but that's, you know, you got to kiss a lot of frogs. I mean, but I just don't know why it went on for as long as it did. It sounded really comfortable, and he sounded really cute. Oh, how do you know? Just because the way you described him, yeah, yeah, he was just like kind and took me on dates and treated me really well. So on on the surface, everything was wonderful. But uh, yeah, and then at least I got out of all these weird old. I have all these patterns that I usually do with people where I'll I'll have conversations in my head. I'll have expectations, like maybe you did with like the text that you wanted to get. You had an expectation of what the text you should be getting back from the dude you're dating should have sent you. Yeah, and it was more than understood. You know. Yeah. Uh, So yes, it's true. You, You shouldn't have expectations. You'll be disappointed. And I don't know if you do this. But uh, I have, like, conversations going on in my head all the time. Oh, God, last night I had, like, 
a 20 minute conversation in my head. Really? And then because I did this web series, like now I'm like, okay, and now do it like this actor. Like, give me, give me that at a nine, Cena. What do you mean? Okay. Oh I can't God. let him listen to this. This is this the is most like... tangential, insane, like hungover, <laughs> deep conversation I've had yet. It's okay. Well, and in, in all my comic books are about this. So this is yeah. like about business. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, folks, because there are women listening to it too. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, UC Santa Cruz education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I like in my head, I like can't shake that I'm like still like on a list of guys and i just happen to be ranking high it's not founded in anything like he like you know we we actually came to the meltdown last night and saw jonah ray's show and it was amazing jonah ray great guy okay um (laughs) but it was like really nice like you know we were like holding each other's like arms and hands and like you know he was like oh i had an amazing time thank you and still like when i like you know, after everything, I was like, oh, man, he's going to dump me, like, on Tuesday. Like, I know it. Um, even though, no. Like, that's just in my head. But then, like, yeah, I'll just, like, get these speeches going on. Yeah. And then and then I like them because I can use them later in the comic books and stuff. Yes, because that serves your art. Like, yeah. It, like, I feel like you have to have darkness and all this fucking shit going on. And that's that's where the work comes from because you're struggling to fight past it and identify it and use it so yeah. it's like it's not i hate when normals don't understand darkness or don't like it when people are uh, a bit intense uh because they enjoy and reap the benefits of the art cre- and the, mm-hmm. the, the the content oh disgusting i said content like new media <laughs> synergy <laughs> perfect storm anyway um <laughs> yeah but, but these people these normals reap the benefits of like people's distress and discomfort that create you know the work that they enjoy anyway yeah i'm, I'm all over the place but yes yeah, so yeah you're having all these thoughts and feelings yeah, in your so, head that are like, not true yeah and the best lines i came up with like one of them was like i've never been labeled a saint um and then the other one is like but that doesn't give you the right to make me like to put me on a list of men or something and it was i was just going nuts i was also stoned and i love it <laughs> wait what's this list of men who are what's the I list about who are these like men? other men that he's dating or something i don't think he is do you but... want monogamy i don't but <laughs> i don't but i don't yeah. want to feel like not important here's the thing this is the difference between where my head's at with him and where like i think his head's at like Everyone has, like, washed away. Like, I still want to, like, have sex with other people and hook up. But, like, it's just hooking up. You know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, yeah. It's, like, just throwing a blowjob out there. Not, like, I don't want to date anyone right now. Like, I have eyes for no one else, so to speak. But, like... That's so nice when you know there's only one. Every, nobody else is as good as the person you're with. Or yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that's, like, stressing me out is it's, like... It's too soon to, like, ask that of another person. Oh, yeah. So I'm waiting, like, two more weeks, and then I'm not going to do DTR. I'm going to do DTI to find the intent. Wait, what's DTR? Define the relationship. Define the relationship versus define the intent. That's, yeah. Okay, and, and what are the differences? So DTR is, like, after you have that conversation, you have to change your, like, Facebook status. Like, what are we? Oh, wow. You know, and then after that, you basically, like a lot of people use that to leverage the next step. And I don't, I'm not like on a timeline, but I'm starting to get kind of invested. Like last night, like, Oh my God, you're, we're so similar. It's insane. <laughs> Aristotle knows how to, how to, how did it take this long Aristotle? He just, I can't believe it. Oh my Dick. God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh God. I can keep going. So I'm to define the intent. Yeah. And, and basically it's just like, I feel like it's like, Oh my God, I haven't actually felt 
feelings for someone in like two years um like this like yeah. this kind of like oh my god like if i see his name in my like text messages i'm like <gasps> and then i'm also like don't read it yet because i put on red receipts so like I'm you held do account- why do you do that i like to be held accountable oh and you feel red receipts do that all right but like i don't want him to be like see that like i'm like oh my god Got a text. No. <laughs> you know. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> that was, that, was the, that squeal just came out of me. That was a carry squeal to bring it to Sex and the City. I know. We've got to get back to Sex. We, we haven't even gotten to Sex and the City. Whenever like guys like try to like wrestle with her, she's always like, <laughs> "Okay, oh, what episode was with, 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 with Carrie Bradshaw goes put me down." Oh my god. Wait, that wasn't the one where she and Big are on the boat, is it? No. Give me the boyfriend. It's season three of okay. Politico. <gasps> oh, John Slattery? Yes, but when does she go, put me down? Oh my God, I don't remember. <laughs> I kind of keep, keep season three, like, I try not to access it too much because I like it so much. Me too. Wait, season three first. Wait, no, see, beginning. Wait, which is one? Take me out of the ball game is first episode of season two or yeah. season three? When she's when she's season... got the Fendi clutch and the fur coat. And oh, those crazy... Fendi clutch, fur coat, classic Carrie. She gets back to it in the season finale, series finale. We need to talk about all this stuff. Listen, but I want to know, define the intent. And we, I got questions for oh, you. Yeah. So I just want to like, I just want to be like, I'm going crazy for you. Like, are you going crazy for me? That's all I need to know. Like, okay, here's where I'm mad where everything went wrong in my relationship. Okay, I'm like, come into life all of a sudden. Here's my problem. If you are listening, she's halfway through that coffee. That's what's going on. If you are listening, and by the way, I we ended it on Monday. He came over to my house, and and uh, and we're gonna get right. I swear to God, I I have to go off on one right now. It's all happening. Happen. Make it happen. I was uncomfortable and squirmy the entire relationship. Aristotle knows. I was like, this doesn't feel like a right fit. I don't know what's going on. I feel uncomfortable. Uh. I'm just going to get out of my own way. I'm probably toxic. I'm crazy. He keeps coming for me. I'm just going to trust this. I'm going to trust this. He keeps coming for me. He told me at the beginning of the relationship, fear will, is, a, is a horrible emotion. Like, just, just, just be open. Uh, just trust. And, like, so I trusted. He kept, and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. He tells me to not have fear and, not to, and just to trust. And uh, so I kept going with him. And, uh, and yet, I don't know what my point is here. Oh, and yet, and then, I just I want to know. Okay, I can't. I don't even Do know it. what's happening. Um, I just don't know why he kept coming for me if he wasn't a hundred percent sure. How old is he? He's like thirty. He's like not in a rush. Maybe he's not in a rush. I don't think I am either. But I'm usually crazy about people, and I wasn't about him. But I was like, I don't know. He keeps coming for me, and then. But he wasn't even sure enough about. We were never boyfriend and girlfriend because we never even used those words. Right. But we were like hanging kicking it but we did define the relationship but we were like we're, yeah, we're, we'll be a thing we'll be exclusive but we never said boyfriend and girlfriend because that's how like tentative and weird it was it felt weird for both of us i'm just confused anyway i'm not even gonna go off of yeah this. I, i'm all you just need like, to like process it i'm processing it and it's coming out all sloppy okay so what's define <laughs> the intent oh just basically like like let me know what you're thinking like yeah you don't need to do anything we don't need to change anything but like like show me your hand like, that's the thing is, like, I'm really, like, because I was at this wedding this weekend, and he was like, oh, do you wish you'd have, like, do you wish I was there? And I was like, and I, like, sent this text. I was like, all right, I'm doing it, because I was, like, wasted. And I was like, I don't want to answer that question, because I'll show my hand. Yeah. And I was in Volcano, California, where there's, like, no reception, um, and the text didn't send. Oh. It was, like, message not delivered, and I was like... Sign from the gods. It's too sign, soon. It's a sign from the gods when that just happened. When that yeah. Happens. yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, did that last text go through? And he was like, no. And I was like, don't worry, it was something flirty. <laughs> like, yeah, done. Um, but I might, I might have to go there in like a week or two and just be like, 
Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going a little, like, my thought process is, like, I'm going all over the place. It's like an ego thing, too, where it's, like, you don't want to be standing out there on a ledge and then, like, have the person not be reciprocating your feelings. It's, like, a bad feeling. I just don't, but like, I need, We need clarity. Yeah. Well, I, it's, like, if you're going to break my heart, like, then let's make it monumental and, like, do it a couple months from now. Not, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, someone dumped me, like, two-ish months ago, and he was just, like... You know, it's not there, yeah. so to speak. And I was like, I get that. You was know? it there for you? I think it was kind of like your guy, like, except a thick version. He was, like, was sweet, cute. super cute, like, really cute. Like, yeah. everyone was like, he's so cute. And I was like, I know. And um, just really, like, a wonderful human being. Like, he was from Maine and, like, worked in the Parks and Recs department or whatever in not, Maine. Not the show. Not, not, not the show. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, and like he like loved The Office, like the TV show. He's like, can I show you an episode? It's so funny. And oh I was my like, God. The, I know. A normal. He was so That's adorable. so cute. I know. He would wear like polo shirts. Like he came to my screening and looked so handsome. Yeah. And I was in like a CK like crop top. Oh and, my God. Like, where'd you get it? Urban Outfitters? Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. I had to. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, there I am looking like a freak. And I'm like, you still want to date me even though I look like this? Or, you know, like... That's how I felt with my normal. Yeah. The entire time. Yeah. But I was just trying to fucking rise to the occasion. I actually became more confident afterwards because I'm like, if I can date a normal for four months or whatever, like, I can look everybody else in the eye. I can do this. Yeah. I'm beautiful. I'm a yuppie. I'm not a weirdo. You just have to, like, lean into it, I think. I you did. Know? Yeah. Keep going. But so. yeah, anyway, um, I don't know where I was going with that. But he, yeah, he was a normal. Um, and I didn't... I don't know where I was going with that you shit. You were saying how Aristotle? I'm not even stoned. Yeah, Aristotle. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, Boys, oh, that's what happened. End. No, you said you, you were broken up with two oh, months ago. It didn't. I didn't mind it. Like, and I even texted him. I was like, I'm not crying because he like wanted to hang as friends, and I was like, look, I'm not like crying or like waiting for you by the phone, but I'm like, I'm just sore. Like, yeah, and like. But you weren't feeling it either, right? You were questioning it the entire time, too. But I was like, I really liked him. Like, I just thought he was a good egg. And, like, yeah. I didn't want to get rid of that. Maybe that's how that guy felt about you. It's like, maybe he was just like, oh, like, I don't want to, like, let go of her because she's something special. Yeah. But, like, you both understood that, like, the dating capacity wasn't it. Yeah. But you met under those circumstances. Because he even said that he's like, I take a bullet for you, blah, blah, blah. But, like... You know, unfortunately, I just, like, feel real. Oh, man, I hate admitting this. He felt, like, uncomfortable with me sexually. He did? Yeah. That's a fucking rejection. Well, see, I'm confused because... I'm confused, too. Because my... Look, I, I was dating... Buy my books. But yeah. <laughs> he's confused and he tries to work through it in all of his books. Um, we got to talk about all that, too. Listen, this whole thing is, like, a... This whole two-hour chat is, like, a precursor to an actual interview. Um, I, but the entire time with my thing, I was, like, squirmy, feeling uncomfortable, feeling like it might not be right, but just being, like... Well, he must know something I don't if he keeps pursuing me. And so what I really want to know is I was I was feeling off and I just thought, why doesn't he feel what I'm feeling? Why doesn't he feel off? Why does he keep pursuing me? And then when he did feel like it was off because it was like smile, smile, smiles. And then like it was over yeah. this Monday, which I, I felt it. I was going to break up with him that day. The text, I, I put a fucked up tweet out. On, uh, <laughs> I, I, tw I tweeted in the morning we broke up. And I wonder if he saw this tweet. I wrote. It's so, such a fucked up passive aggressive move. I wrote, <laughs> when you know it's not right and you have to do something it is the worst. Uh, do something about it is the worst. Or That's something. a dick move. Me, right? That's dick. Yeah, so, save that in your draft. Oh, shit. I know. So I put, so I technically I broke up with him first. I think you showed your hand. 
so he and then he texts me in the middle of the day and then he goes, Hey, what's up? Uh can you wanna hang out and come over? And I was like, What's up? He's like, Nothing, I'm just gonna come over. So he came over and I opened the door and I go, It's not good, is it? Because I had been texting my friends being like, I feel nothing, I feel crazy. He's smiling, he seems like everything's nice, but there's no there's no connection. Like yeah. that cozy love, magical, like, oh, like connection, like the sex was dwindling, all the stuff. Oh my God, this is like too much info, Aristotle. He knows him too. He's met him. Oh my God. He's a good guy. He's a great guy and like so nice. And like I met all this. He kept like introducing me to his friends, opening up his life. I never do that. I compartmentalize my life. I'm like, yeah. I got my, my, this, you know, I'm an only child. I do my stuff. So I thought, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to roll with this. So when he turned, I just want to know, it's like an ego control thing for me. I had known from like, the second first second date right that i felt like an artsy weirdo with like the normal stud and that was freaky and interesting to me that's what i hooked into his normalness that that right. for me was like the hook like cool i'm gonna date a dude with, who like goes to the gym and watches sports yeah this is fucking freaky he likes that beer like he li- yeah. yeah totally i was like holy shit like this is crazy um i just want to know at what point it clicked in his head it was wrong for him because he was like we're doing this like so smiling on the surface but he's also a people pleaser just and, ask like, him i can't because i feel like what's the point because then i don't want to be embarrassed like, he came over to my house we talked I, he came, came to the door and i just went i opened the door and i just went it's not good is it and he just hugged me and like shook his head no and i went i know i feel the same way like tell me everything sit down let's just talk about it like so that's mutual right i didn't get dumped i think you i think you really like initiated it like, i didn't with, with the tweet he didn't see the tweet and then the I really first thing you said to him too was like it's it, not good is it i mean he probably wanted to talk and then i think you saying that was like him being like oh okay like we can go here yeah we can, we can get real but yeah. when did, but i want to know when this like and then i did this weird and we might have to do another podcast to actually do a real podcast is this, <laughs> does this count as a real podcast aristotle are you happy with this podcast am He's, i no he's just happy to hang with us yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god um we'll figure it out we'll get we'll figure it out editing editing um i think it's it's like people need this but uh i hope (laughs) i did this really weird thing i think you could relate to i don't want to label it as weird even but uh i printed out uh calendars on my computer from the month of february march april and may and then I put together this weird memento esque uh, piecing together like memories on what happened within the relationship and been like and I was like so five hundred days of summer review is that really oh I didn't even like that movie I, I don't, don't want to be that yeah I, I didn't don't... either but I kind of want to rewatch it should we watch it together yeah because I watched it I watched it ooh wait this might this might bond us I watched it anything as Help. the like Zoe Desh like through the lens of Zoe's character and I was like. I was like, I hate this movie. Like, the whole time this guy just puts her on a pedestal and gets what he asks. Like, he's asking for it the whole movie. What happens again? Oh, she breaks up with him? Like, spoiler alert from a movie from 17 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But it's JGL and it's Zoe Deschanel, so it still has cultural relevance. My first date was with JGL. We went to the same high school together. We went to City Walk. We got that. I know a lot of people who think he's super hot. I'm shaking my head no, saying I don't think he's super hot in case you guys must know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I think he's, he's like, he's just fine. A guy I went on a date with had JGL iPhone cases. Like every new iPhone case he got would be a custom JGL picture. Oh my God. And he was the same way about JGL as people are about Drake, where it's like, oh no, 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 don't say anything mean. And I was like, what? He's fine in Looper. Like, and like. Do you not like Drake though? I don't I, mind Drake. Okay. A lot of people don't like Drake. Okay. But the goal is what you're saying. Apathy, like, with Drake is not allowed, apparently. What do you think of Kanye? Do you think he's cheating on Kim Kardashian? I think they're in an open relationship, but they're mega celebrities who cater to middle America, so they won't ever talk about that. So Yeah, his, his latest rap song. 
Oh, does he like? <laughs> He's like, I was fucking some girl, and she just bleached her asshole or something like that. And I'm like, that sounds recent. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds fresh. <laughs> I'm like, I hope Kim K is cool with this, but like, I don't think they give a fuck. It's fine. Yeah, they're they're fucking they're they're the most they're... <laughs> famous people in America. Like. I'm worried about them. <laughs> we need to do something. Um, okay, let's get back. But I, I think Kanye as a musician is good and i think he's an interesting cultural icon he just um, does what he wants to do yeah I, I heard they don't have sex though i think all they do is just take selfies and like figure out how they can make themselves more famous by being together tell go on about 500 days of summer what oh, were you yeah, saying yeah. um so the first time i saw it the only time i saw it it was through her lens which was just like yeah he put her on a pedestal he never saw her for what she actually was and of course the thing ends and i was really mad at the movie because it's the movie he's the sort of main figure in that story yeah and i'm like i don't sympathize like he's an asshole he's a jerk like he brought nothing to the table he thought showing her some records would like be a good date fuck that and uh but that's because at the time i was dating a lot of guys who would do that to me they put you on a pedestal yeah they would just be like oh my god you're so cool that's i think people do that to me too or at least i want to think that they do so i'm just gonna like join your club yeah do it yeah i, mean, it, God, I think that's what my last guy did but i was like 22 at the time no one does that now now they're like yes they do you're they're so like, cool you sleep on a blow-up mattress what do you <laughs> Right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your comedic timing is amazing. Um, keep going. So, I'm, very, I'm very punk rock these days. But, um, so I guess I fell off the pedestal and then he saw the real me and didn't like it. I oh, my God. That's true. I, I think, can't believe this happened. We got to call him right now. What if we call him right now? Text him. I'm not. No, I'm not you texting up? him. You up? Sup. Let's go on. But no, I think with that one, I think go ahead and just send him an email and be like. Send him an email? Yeah. Let it be on his terms. All right. We'll talk about... Let's not talk about him. You've got a lot of processing to do with him. So, and by the way... Whoopsies. That's me opening up my Sex in the City board game. Oh, my Because we're going to just have a little intermission from all the bullshit, from yeah. all the tangential craziness that's yeah. happening. Let's do it. I'm, you're, you're not in therapy, right? Because you can't afford therapy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, why would... I, I, mean, I saw him when, like, I had a really bad spiral, and then I was like, what do I do? And then he, like, told me some things to do. You spiral. It's so great. I do, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my well, God. oh that was the thing about the shroom trip. Oh, my God. I never even got to, like, the the realization. Um, so for people who can't see and you don't know this, like, I just got diagnosed with um, this disorder in my esophagus. What is it? It's called achalasia, and it makes food hard to go down. And I, like, spent a year of not dealing with it because I was just like, whatever. Like, I think I'm gluten-free. Oh, no, nothing goes down. But uh, I had lost a fuck ton of weight. And I read this on your blog, but I didn't want to bring it up because you 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 talk about it on your blog, but then you're like, please don't talk about it with me. So I was like, I'm not mentioning that on the podcast, but go it's on. It's more like Thank I you. can't handle people being like, well, have you tried this? It's like I've been to fucking specialists. Yeah. Like I've tried everything, you know, but uh, I just couldn't handle peanut gallery on Facebook. Um, but uh, it was I wasn't dealing with it. And then I was on shrooms and they were kicking in and I go to my friend's bathroom and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and, like, for the first time ever, I just, like, see, like, the weight loss. Like, because I lost, like, 40 pounds. Oh, my God. And, uh, and like, I remembered, like, these, like, scenes from that Amy Winehouse movie playing in my head. And I was, like, I'm killing myself. Like, I was, like, I'm just trying to disappear. And, like, this is the way I can get out of, like, life <gasps> without anyone noticing. Yeah. And I was, like, holy shit. And that wouldn't have happened unless I did the shrooms. So... Have fun. You're going to find out some intense shit. Am I? I mean, but it could be for the better because, look, I, like, I'm fixing myself. Like, 
I went to my therapist. I like started seeing doctors. I'm taking care of it. Like I read the bell jar. Like I'm good. You read the bell jar. But I did while I was like at the doctor's office. It was way too on the nose. But the weird thing is though, uh, you weren't trying. I mean, you had you had you had a medical issue. Like why why would you think it's like you trying to make yourself disappear? Because it wasn't like you know. But this was before I even dealt with it. Like I was sitting with it for a year. It was getting progressively worse. So your unwillingness to deal with it was you just going fuck it. I don't care enough about myself. So I'm gonna. I, I'm, that's what what's helping me try to disappear. I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. Like I just I saw myself and I was like, oh look, I'm like so fucking skinny. Like for the longest time, like the being skinny, like. you know lent itself to like the body dysmorphia and like i was just like oh i look dope Mm -hmm. and then like it hit a point where it was like none of my clothes fit and then it like hit a point where it was like now i just look sick like you know for for a couple weeks i was like who would want to fuck me like i look like i have cancer you know um and so now for my own sake like i'm trying to like gain some weight and like put some color on my cheeks so what did they tell you like how do you deal with that well, I need a certain oh achalasia. Achal- and why does this happen, and how do you deal with it? I don't know why it happens. Um, and basically, right now, I just need to smoke a fuck ton of weed because it like relaxes the muscle. Oh, really? It's the only way I can eat. What type of weed is it? Like CBD kind of weed? I should be doing CBD, but instead, I just like you know smoke whatever's around, and I'm like, yeah, jam oh, it. Um, but yeah, like it's the only way I can like down a pizza. Otherwise, it's like mm, beef jerky and like almonds. Um, and I'm going to have to get a surgery. It's probably going to come back. And the other, like, thing about it that made it very um, tumultuous in the process of dealing with it was uh, there's, like, a correlation with cancer. So I'm like, oh, cool. They're just like, you have to monitor it. But for a couple weeks, they kept taking it on and off the table. And it's a really fucking shitty feeling to think you might have cancer. Like, So how often do you have to get checked out? Uh, probably, like, I don't know. I don't Once know. Once a month? No, no, no. Like, probably, like, once a year or something. Like, the same way that, like, girls whose mothers had, like, cervical cancer. Yeah. Like, you just kind of have to, like, be on top of it and remind your physician or something to, like, be like, oh, yeah, and let's make sure there's no cancer growing. And tell people what to what to pay attention to and just, like, be aware of it. Or Yeah, if you can't fucking swallow food, like, go to a doctor. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> oh, God, Because yeah. when I posted about it, someone was like, my friend has your exact same issue and he refuses to deal with it. Oh, no. You know, and, like... And it's it is like that male stubbornness too. Like, what is that about? I feel like men are not to you know do it. Whatever. I feel like men don't like going to the doctor and women go to the doctor more often. Is that totally unfair and wrong? Or I feel like at least heterosexual men in the, as far as uh, getting tested for STDs maybe is what I'm talking about. Because oh. I always feel like I have a willingness to like get tested for everything after every sexual partner I have. Right. But then every man I talk to, I date, doesn't like to do that. And doesn't even want to go to the doctor for anything else. <laughs> it's like a Not denial thing. I think they forget how convenient it can actually be. Yeah. It's just like find out about it first and then nip it in the bud. Like I don't mind getting tested because I know where – like I know there's a clinic walking distance from me. They take walk-ins. Like it's free. Like clean and clear and mm-hmm. under control. Oh, man. Yeah. But uh, oh. what what is that? What is this? Like, it's my phone again. Your angels are speaking to you. <laughs> Everyone's telling me to like stop. Stop like giving so much in this interview. Are you religious at all? No, or spiritual? I don't think so. That was the other problem about all of this was like, imagine going through such a down phase and then... Have nothing, uh, nothing have to like, root you? Yeah, like, I don't... I'm, I'm so sorry to any listeners who do, but like, I just don't feel that connection to like religion and spirituality. Um, and I feel like it's been beaten out of me for so long. And like, this is the life I'm going to choose to live now is like 
assuming it's not there just because I can't, I can't reconcile that. Like if there's like seven major religions, best case scenario, one out of seven is right. Yeah. That means six out of seven are wrong. And I'm like, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'll just like, I'm just going to live day to day. Like the way, you know, like the way that, the good parts of the Bible say like I've never read the Bible. Have you read the Bible? Yeah, I took you like have? a religious studies class when in you're like college. Okay, yeah, well, college, um, UC Santa Cruz. Oh yes, yeah, liberal. Oh, yes, um, but uh, but you know, like I just try to treat people and and live my life the way I'd want to be treated and with that kind of courtesy and you know that's how I get through the day. But it was a really weird period and uh, and it's funny because it like dramatically changed this book I'm working on now. Like what are you working on now? Um, it's going to be a follow up to self obsessed and it was going to be called self obsessed journal. But since like now looking at all the material and looking at like the stuff I was talking about before I figured out what was wrong with me and seeing other themes that have like picked up in my life and also in my friends' lives. Um, the new title is like nothing lasts forever. Um, which is like a like a little throwaway line in a, a Jenny Lewis song called The Voyager. Oh, wow. So it, it feels it like the minute I thought of that, because I kept saying it to myself over the past couple months, like, and it meant different things. Like, you know, if I was in a good moment and it's like a bittersweet moment, like you're in New York and like there's warm rain and like yeah. you're outside of a piano bar kissing someone like, you know that that's going to end. So you're like, oh, nothing lasts forever. But like, I'm here, you know? Yeah. And then you think like, and then your fucking family member dies and you're like, nothing lasts forever. Like, yeah. So it, it became, it became my like mantra and my current phase because I have to like get this book on the calendar and get it announced and do all that because I have to. Um, I'm trying to find an ending. And so my current outlook is like, well, nothing lasts forever, including like the sadness including the darkness. And oh. so um, I'm trying to find my way out of that. <laughs> Super deep. Let's talk about Manolo Blahniks. No, no. <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm just taking all this in. It's almost like uh, this too shall pass. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't want to. That's that's too uh, that's trite. No, no. It's but, all the same. It's all it's all trite and significant. And that's the shitty thing about like making work is like figuring out which feelings are trite. And which yeah. ones are significant. Or putting a new spin on them because they are real. Maybe they're trite or they're cliche because it's a fucking real thing. You know, like I always, yeah. I like, I always go back to like, you know, I say things like, you know, we're all just going to die. It's just a matter of when and how. Or, uh, <laughs> or the most exciting and terrifying thing about life is you never know what's right around the corner. Like you get hit by a bus or you yeah. like, you could fall in love and like, you know, um, what are the themes you were saying that you were noticing? Like when you're going through all this stuff in your friends' lives and in your lives, uh, in your life. I just, well, there's like, I notice a lot of like. The problem is I noticed a lot of, like, there's a lot of destruction, and then when things are constructed over that, and let's just use um, property as, like, a very easy example. Like, I drove into Santa Monica, where I was raised, and... Oh, you were born and raised in L.A. like yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. There we go, yes. Um, and so you, you've you seen Santa Monica evolve. Um, and people keep talking about how downtown's evolving, but I'm, like, sick of that. That's another weird thing where they're like, wow, downtown is getting, like, really, really, uh, it's really bustling down here. Do you hear people talking about yeah, downtown? Yeah, to me, it's like, yeah, but if you turn a corner, it's, like, disgusting. That's like, how I feel. But I feel like, don't talk to me about downtown and how it's uh, exciting uh, <laughs> or how it's emerging. Uh, it's I'll like, never like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm always, like, I never want to park there. Like, yeah. that's the only time I'll take LA's uh, underground or whatever. But um, Go on. But, yeah, with Santa Monica. So, like, I drove over there a couple days ago to see my mom or, I guess, at this point, a couple weeks. She still lives there in the apartment that she raised me in. Really? You're an apartment baby like me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, keep going. <laughs> this is just going to be like the seven hour edition. 
Um, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like an apartment kid latchkey baby from L.A. And I feel like oh. a lot of people think if you're born and raised in L.A., uh, you're rich or something. Or you're like, it's yeah. glamorous. And like, and so I'm very proud that like, you know, no, I'm like a middle class kind of poor kid who grew yeah. up in, you know, like almost like the slums of Beverly Hills kind of thing. Where like, did you grow up? Uh, West Hollywood, Fountain and Kings Road. And oh then I also God. lived on Franklin. Oh, my God. I'm... What? I can't say it on Tell me. No, it's what? it's about my location now. Oh, what? Let's just say it's dramatically close to that intersection. You're like, I live... <laughs> yeah. Let's okay. just say there's a restaurant with a green awning and I live two doors away from it. D- don't say okay, it there. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I used to live there when I was a little kid. That's crazy. Um, yeah. All right, so go on. So, oh, yeah, so Santa Monica is emerging. So, uh, so I, I drove I drove by um, the old comic store that I was like essentially raised in, Heidi Ho Comics. And they're, they've moved locations but have also changed owners. But I drove by the old building um, that was so – it was such a significant space because that store had been in there for like over 20 years, maybe 30 years. They had these like – disgustingly glamorously dirty checkered floors everywhere they had like i don't know it just had so much charm it had been so lived in and it it was such a big part of my life like i i would go in there it was the place i discovered comics i worked there in high school like yeah all this stuff and uh you know the landlord was like, get the fuck out. I don't want to, like, have retail spaces anymore, you know. And they tore it down and turned it into one of those, like, really ugly, uh, what is it, mixed-use buildings that you see in Portland popping up everywhere. Oh, like, God, yeah, mini-mart, mini-mall things, right? Something. Well, no, it's like the ground floor is, like, a bank and then it's condos up oh, top or whatever Like above Erewhon kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly like that. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was looking at that and I just had this image of, like, Godzilla's foot, like, stomping on my comic store and then when the foot comes up is like the dumb mixed use building yeah and that 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 image kept coming up to me just like like godzilla just like stepping on something and something new coming right up and um and my perspective on it is that it's never been for the better um it's always been like yeah that's disgusting you know like that's ugly that has no charm that has no character that has no cultural viability to santa monica like Santa Monica now just looks like, you know, downtown Seattle or something, but without even like cute buildings. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, I was thinking about that and, and funny because at this wedding, I was like bringing that up to my friend. I was like, man, everything changes for the fucking worst, man. Whoa. And he's like looking at me and like, you know, his like wife is dancing with her like family. And I'm like, uh, I mean, not you, not everything. <laughs> I guess this is changing for the better. So I'm learning a lot like I and and it's it's been fun to like I've had to like always kind of explore the converse of what I'm thinking and especially now with like internet haters just like ready to pounce on any flaw yeah. in your output like you have to kind of always play devil's advocate with yourself so you can put the work out there and then even if someone calls you on something you can just stand by it you know Yeah um so that's kind of some of the stuff I've been looking at and like you know relationships are evolving around me and and I'm I'm just staring at it, I guess, and and trying to like make sense of it and and make it something entertaining for other people to read, which yeah. is <laughs> that's the key. How, is, why is this worthwhile to anyone else? But is everything you make is it more for you or to be entertaining other people? Like, how do you come at it? It used to be for other people. Really? It took so long for me to just do stuff for me. Like, oh, wow. Like literally, um, self obsessed was actually, I think in my head a career reset because it's so oh that's important it's a little bit of a jarring book because it has no 
it has no through line. It like it is literally just like shit I've done over the past ten years, like essays, strips, drawings, whatever. And I just like threw it together and and I I did my best to like make sure that there was something there. Like I did, you know, I added these strips to tie like, you know, different motifs and themes together and I did try and give the reader a little bit of a like guidebook in the sense of like, look, yeah, it's like you could look at this as garbage or you could see this as like there is a through line here, you know, but that's up to you as a reader. And uh, it's great because it's totally divisive. Some people don't like it, but the people who really like it are here to stay now. And this is like a metaphor for how to be in a relationship and how to live your life. It's so important that you did this because, uh, yeah, the people who... You have to do what you want to do. Yeah. Because and then and then the people who love it are going to love it so much. They're going to gravitate. And the, towards and the people it. who are meant to gravitate and, and be in your life or or take you in are are you know they'll come towards you. Yeah. And the same relationship. Like I feel like sometimes like I'll 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 be so self conscious and I'll and I'll want to change myself or like a, a pose like Carrie did with with Mister Mister Big. Remember she told Miranda she's like I, I don't know it's like you know I, oh when she did something embarrassing in front of him when she farted yes I don't like that word but yes oh. and then she was like Miranda I catch myself posing and like I've got that cute outfit the the you know oh, this shit. outfit and she I need was, to rewatch season one y'all. oh my god are, am I am I out quoting you no no no, no like, you're not uh, out quoting me you're you making don't... me want to rewatch okay it. oh good 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 that's yeah. different you're right good point yeah um, no I I also I always I always forget how like. Season one has good parts. I always just forget I know. because of those stupid testimonials Ugh. or whatever. Oh god, that's horrible. Yeah, in the in the, for the pilot episode. Anyway, whatever. But um, but then I just remembered. It's like, and by the way, I'm not hurting because of my breakup. I'm just transitioning, and it's a little bit uncomfortable because I'm I'm got a you know I'm getting out of a pattern. I'm so yeah. used to texting with somebody, so it's just a discomfort. It's not, it's not I'm not broken. It's not heartbreak. It's just like yeah, I'm, don't worry, folks. Everything's fine, guys. Uh, but uh, she only cried once on this. I didn't even did I cry? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was sobbing the other day. But um, yeah. Oh, but that's like a, a way to live, have a relationship where it's like I have to remind myself: no, just be do exactly what you want to do, wear what you want to wear, be who you want to be, say what you want to say, do all the stuff you want to do, and then if it's right, it'll like or the right person will gravitate. That's how you should live your life, and then the right yeah. person will gravitate towards you. And you seem, you know, I think the thing I the caveat I always mention when I say shit like that because when you put that out there to people, like you also have to kind of like be like. Like, in my sense, I go, my mom raised me well. My mom raised me with manners, so I know that I'm okay walking in the world that way and I'm not being a dick. Like, yeah. Like, I'm courteous, I'm fine, but, like, I'm going to do me now. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like, I always say that. Like, I'm going to do me because I know how to not, how to have that not, like, go against you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some people, when they hear that, like, oh, I'm just going to do me. Like, they think that's, like, the right to be an asshole and, like kind of like plow forward and be bullish and it's like no 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 that's not what we meant yeah but i get you i feel you and it's hard it's really hard to get to that place but all my friends kept saying that even my publisher was like do what makes you happy yeah because i would like i would either pursue gigs for money or i would pursue gigs because like i wanted to like make other people happy or i would like attach myself with other people again i was a people pleaser oh are you still you're getting out of it I'm always going to be a people pleaser. You have an awareness of it so you can like... I'm harnessing it now. harnessing that, yes. Yeah, and that was the thing with the the guy who rescued me from the shrooms was like, I... He doesn't... He didn't... He never wanted for much in the relationship and I was always like... I would just like give him, give him, give him everything because I was trying to find the thing that would make him like love me more and uh, and it just turned out he like didn't. Like he'd ask for what he wanted, you know, like... And like a great blowjob would be, you know... 
yeah. would suffice. And so, uh, and I told my mom that too. Not you're the a blow giver. Job you are a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like my mom. And I told my mom that too. I'm like, wait for us to ask for what we want instead of like barraging us with like, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Do you want me to cook you this? Do you want me to meet you for that? Oh, yeah. I'm like, we'll appreciate your restraint. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's hard. And But once I started working at the things I like doing, it really did come together. Like, I swear to you, you know, like, I I get some really cool, like, life moments, like, that not everyone gets to experience. But, like, the day I'd kind of, like, moved forward and made this decision about, like, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And Oh, yeah, that's great. I've heard that. Uh, why is that in the consciousness so much lately? I don't know. I mean, I've been saying it a lot, like, okay. every chance I get. Oh, great. <laughs> if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Yeah. God, I love that. Keep going. Yeah, but, like, the day I, like, was, like, resolved, I was like, I'm going to do that. And, like, I put something out. I swear, this is, like, not drama this is not me trying to like amp the story up but like that day out of nowhere fucking jenny lewis dms me on twitter and is like do you want to do some art for me oh my god this is crazy yeah and like i had known her from the past but like we weren't talking you know what i mean and that was like what so what did you do what did you put into the ether not just more than just the the shift in the way you're thinking or did you actually like post something i guess i guess i was on her mind because there was a uh there's a strip that she's in in Self Obsessed where, like, I talk about the high school newspaper or whatever. And, like, I would go up to her when I was in high school and be like, I'd be like, hey, I'm in, like, I'm a reporter. Like, let me interview you because I love your fucking Did you guys band. go to high school? No, I was just a L.A. boy. So I'd go to the Troubadour to see Rilo Kiley. Yeah. And, um, and back then they had nothing to do but, like, work the merch table. So, like, I could. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I had, you know, they were not so big that you could get that access. And, uh. And I'd put something like that on Instagram and I, she found it like, you know, and then like reposted it herself or something. And, but again, I wasn't, I must've, you know, been subconsciously just being like, Hey, like whatever, like I'll mention her. Like, I don't care. Like, um, but I, I didn't think she would see it because like now she's quite a presence in the music industry take her off that pedestal keep going no 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 yeah, but i mean like you know what i mean like you don't see every fucking app mention yeah. you get yeah. you know yeah. when you reach a certain point i'm pointing at you i've not reached that point but thank you very much <laughs> keep going yeah so um, and then she reached out to you so it's like all of a sudden yeah it all yeah it all started coming together and i've just had to keep reminding myself like do what you want do what works you know we'll see it's, yeah. a, it's an experiment to take care of myself <laughs> um how is Self con- self conscious. That's like now like, that's, that's my new digital series. Actually, I wanted to start a band called Self Conscious, and then somebody was like, "Who would want to go see a band called Self Conscious?" And I'm like, "Everyone would." Good, but that's what I think. Yeah, not to name drop. You just have to. You just have to. You just have to have a person on stage like this. Like that's how I was going to perform. I was going to be like, "La la 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 la." So Patty Smith of you, I love it. Um, but okay, self obsessed. How is do what do you call it? Digital series. I, I a series, web series, web I series. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you want. It's just, yeah. I just want to, you know, be respectful. Thank you, and make you happy, and I'm have happy. you like me. Oh, um, done. How how is the so you had the one off comic? You yeah, say I that? did the book. Yeah, a book. Okay, so we had the one off book. Then people wanted more. I'm pointing to Aristotle. Aristotle, yeah. yeah. But like, Aristotle more. wanted more. So for Aristotle, you created more. I did a self- web series. Yeah. No, no. But oh. was there more like? Oh, oh, the comic? Oh, 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 yeah. I did that floppy book. And then I did the book book. Okay. Because I, yeah, what it, it, it's always kind of been in the back of my head or something. Um, it's always been that, like, that title, Self-Obsessed, was always a space for me. Originally, it was like, here's some throwaway material. 
if I need extra income. Like I threw it out as a digital comic just to make some money. Then I did it as a floppy because the cost would be so low because it was black and white and that floppy was profitable. And then um, I had hit this really rough patch in my life uh, in 2014. And at the beginning of 2015, I like asked my publisher, I was like, hey, do you mind if I like just do this? Like while I figure myself out. Was this the health stuff? Hmm? With the health? No, oh. my gosh. It's been like, I, it's been a fucking journey. Um, no, my grandmother died at in December 2014 and she like raised me in our little apartment oh, my with goodness. my mommy. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, I'm good. It was, you know. Yeah. Like all like, anyway, but uh, um, that happened. My relationship imploded as a result. Um, and it like, I was drawing three different comic books and like making like, barely any money to like keep all the bills going and stuff like that and i just like hit a fucking wall and like i left la moved up to the bay area for a few months and like just tried to figure out what to do it was really intense and so it you know i had to like work on this book i had to just like spend the time on me um and meanwhile or like while all of that was happening um there was this guy who I'd been in contact with in the Bay Area, and we had been talking about potentially adapting another book of mine um, to screen, and he wanted to do it the Lena Dunham way, where, like, I'd write it, and I'd star in it, but um, it it was too expensive to get produced, like, for two people who had no experience. And so we started talking. I was like, well, what about this? There's, like, no visual effects in in this book, and we have more freedom. We don't have to use this like retail setting. Like we can control the sets. That's not my bag. Yeah. Yeah, Not my bag. Yeah. Um, which is, I think maybe my favorite book I've done, but, um, everyone buy that too. Yeah. Buy it. Buy it all. Please. Yeah. Please help me in. Where do they find it? Tell people where to to find it. I mean, Oh, Amazon.com. I mean, anywhere. Like that's the nice thing about, uh, internet and comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Google like, it. Comic stores too. Please support your local retailers. I don't think Meltdown has my books right now. <gasps> they don't? No, they have self-obsessed. They do. Oh my God. So my friends will come here and they'll like pull it out and make it face out. That's great. Yeah. I've done that with my friends' books too. I think it's a, a cool thing to do. But go on. Okay, so yeah. you're in the Bay Area. Isn't it more expensive to live there or are you like staying with I was, a friend I was on staying couch? In, yeah, I've been couch surfing for like a year and a half. Okay. It's been awesome. Are you still? Mm-hmm. Oh my well, God. I'm in a settled position right now because there's a... They're like, I'm going to get my sister's apartment in a few months. So like in L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay. Feel is, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Buy this other coffee shop. But anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we were talking and, and it, unfortunately it didn't work out that like he wasn't the fit for it to be like he want, you know, it was just hard to like get a director in San Francisco to shoot something that needs to be shot in L.A. Um, so I worked with my friend down here and we got it together and it, I wanted to do it because I'm so tired of the traditional ways of marketing comic books. It's like exhausting. Yeah. And it, it's a small pool no matter what, you know what I mean? Like I just needed to like get it out there. Like gay people are not like gay comic readers are very small, but like gay readers are out there. They're just not looking at the comics media. So I was like, okay, well if I make a web series, then all these friends I know who work for like the Hollywood reporter or like Buzzfeed, like, I can actually approach them with a story because they don't care about comics. Like they're like, ca- Oh, okay. I mean, they do, but you have to be really famous. You have to be Robert Kirkman. You know, you have to, have and you cre- worked for that him, right? Yeah, I did. Aristotle was telling me all the stuff about you. I yeah. was like, caught me up, yeah. caught you up. I mean, um, um, but like you have to be him to get on rollingstone.com. Like you can't be me. So I was like, okay, like I'll do this. 
I'll do this the way everyone else is doing it. Like, it looked very expensive. Self-obsessed looked very. It was really well done. On a dime. On a. How much? Can I even ask? Yeah, you? yeah. How much I'm money? so fucking proud of myself. How much money? It looks fantastic. Fucking less than five thousand dollars. Less than five. My mom. So to to oh just God. to just like, you know, show my privilege. Like, my mom did front. Like she gave me, I think, two thousand dollars. Yeah. Because I was just like. She was like, if you need anything, like, because she's like, you know, helped my sister out in different ways. And my sister has a kid and a husband. And so, like. What does your mom do? She's a retired nurse. But she was working up until, like, last year, I think. Anyway, but she was just like, you know, like, she's getting it. Like, I'm not going to get married and have kids, so to speak. So she's like, all right, like, I'll give you the money this way, you know. Um, So she gave me some of the money. And then I earned some of the money. And then some of it went on credit cards. But, like. Yeah. Everything was favors. Like, all of the music was you know, donated by lovely friends. Really? Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Yeah. And it looks, uh, and I love like, wait, is that Helvetica? Was that Helvetica font? No, that is a uh, Freeman. Freeman? Yeah. Free road, free road, not Freeman. Free what road. Free road. Free road. All right. I don't know. What, my... are the, what are they using girls? Is that Helvetica for girls? I think that's impact. Maybe? Oh my God. <laughs> this shit matters. And like, I always want to do that thing. Cause like at the beginning of, uh, when we were talking about, uh, self-obsessed, mm-hmm. Uh, your web series, which I also want to know how how different is it from uh, the books? It, it it sort of is like a prequel in its own way because it it gets like if I'm a character, it gets my character to the point where he decides to make the book. Yeah. Um, the thing that's like similar to it or to the book is like there's a strip in the book called Comparison is the Thief of Joy where I talk about how, like, all of my exes end up with, like, babe versions of me, like, way hotter versions. What? Or, to the point of this conversation, normal versions. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 like the dude I was dating needs a normal. He needs, yeah. he tried the, the, he tried this. He needs a normal. He needs a girl who, like, I'm too out outfits there. from the gap, you know what outfits I mean? Outfits from the gap. Yeah, or, like, fine, let's be nice to her, like, she goes to Maidwell, but it's still the oh, same thing, God, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't mean that to the dude if he's listening, which he probably isn't. I can't believe he doesn't even listen to my podcast anymore. Unbelievable. Good. You saw he unsubscribed. You're I'm like, like I can't believe this. Yeah. But go on. So so this is like a precursor, prequel yeah. thing for the actual books. Yeah. But that strip you, makes it in a, into the web series in a way. Because like I go and visit this ex- fake ex-boyfriend. In San Francisco. Yeah. And he, you know, at a certain point, I'm just like really upset that he's like moved on and met someone new. And I'm being shitty about it. And he goes, comparison is the thief of joy. And then I and then I say my perspective on that line, which is like from the strip. Um, what is your perspe- perspective on the line for people listening? Oh, I mean, just like in the sense of like I say all that shit about how like they always end up being With like the, yeah. hotter babe versions of Got me. Got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, my perspective on the line is like, yeah, it is the thief of joy. Yeah. <laughs> but like sometimes you kind of have to in order to like see yourself. But you have to have a good healthy understanding of like what to do with that comparison so you're not religious you're not spiritual but are you into self-help stuff because you seem like you're like with the whole like if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no and like yeah. comparison to thief of joy like i feel like you'd be into like self-help books yeah i did the the most useful book i read uh my therapist <laughs> gave it to me was called the four agreements oh my god yes the four yeah. agreements so okay i was actually tr- blanking on that okay so it's a uh, it's uh be impeccable with your word yeah uh don't take anything personally yeah don't make assumptions. Yeah. Always do your best. Yeah. All right. I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost high-fived you. But then I realized that's what was one, that was one of the downfalls of my last relationship was that he high-fived so much. And I'm like a person who doesn't high-five. But then all of a sudden I became a person who high-fives. Oh, no. Yeah. He, like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. It's and okay. I, and <laughs> now um, you love it. 
No, I love it. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to hold on. Sex in the City trivia game question. Do it. All right. I wonder if, okay. Oh, God, I hope I get this. Okay. Um, who was the first man to break Samantha's heart? Okay. Um, wait, it's it's just Richard, right? Wrong. No. Oh, is it the guy, is it Mr. Too Big or whatever? The guy with the really big dick? Or is it the guy with the little I'm sorry, dick? did you say you like Sex in the City, you fucking imposter? What's going on? Who is it? <laughs> That's somebody I met on Raya. Don't say the name. The second one. Because yesterday, yeah, hold on, I just got a text. I'm newly single, and I was like, I'm not going to get back on Raya. This is, I actually said to the dude that but, but we broke up, as we're breaking up, and you can think about the answer about, uh, about Samantha, as we're breaking up and he's sitting on my couch, I was like, well, who should I date now? <laughs> I was like asking him, to, and I was like, sorry, which is like a question I usually ask on my podcast. And I said to him, I went, oh, my God, it's like we're on my podcast. But like, who should I date? Who's right for me? I just want to be in love. Is it ever going to happen for me? person messaged you? No. And then I thought I got my hair cut the next day. I got my car washed. I went, fuck it. I'm going to shake myself up. Um, I'm living my life. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to throw myself in the world, move forward, and have wild adventures. And so I had matched with this unnamed person that I can't mention on this podcast Mm-mm, today. Don't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. I can't do it. I won't. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he had messaged. I just matched with him as a joke. I thought, oh, whatever. Matched with him on Raya. Then he gives me his number, and I just, oh I God. just kind of dicked him. Around. I wouldn't, didn't want to text back. I was, I was dating someone. I, I uh, you know, I just wasn't in a place. And so then I thought, fuck it. I'm gonna call him up the day after the breakup just to leave this funny message on this like quirky uh, guy in pop in pop culture's uh, oh voicemail. God. And uh, he guess he just texted me back. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. we got to talk about that dude, too. Um, um, all right. So so you don't know the answer. Who is it? It was Dominique. Remember? Dominic? No. no. Oh, he was a Oh, was he in season two? I don't. Listen, if you don't. Let's, I can't keep spoon it coming. feed you uh, the answer. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Make right. him Carrie-centric. All right? I'm you, you know me long enough. Oh, man. Um, you know that I, there's only one character whose uh, arc I really gave a shit I know, about. That's true. Okay. But what about the movies? Yeah, what about them? I love the second one. I got what? St- I got Stockholm syndrome into loving it. You got Stockholm syndrome into loving it. Oh my god! Okay, hold on. First time I saw Sex in the City, the first movie, the okay. movie, the movie. The, mo- the first movie's good. The first movie is like the a long season. Minute that Fergie song hit me, I was like crying. I burst into tears. <laughs> Here's a little thing that I've never really shared. I don't think I've shared it on this thing, but I really want to share it with you. Okay, do it. Um, I went to the ArcLight alone. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I bought three tickets because I didn't want any fucking piece of shit to sit next to me. Oh, my God. That's how serious I take sex in the city. And then people would be like, is anybody sitting here? And the Arclight has assigned seats. And you buy your... T-. And I went, uh, yeah. They're coming. They're coming. I'm waiting for them in the bathroom. <laughs> and I had my purse there. And I like, for two and a half yeah. hours. Yeah, but it's like, but I bought those seats. It's like, why would they sit there? Why don't they sit in the seats they bought? Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, because they, no they wanted like better spots. I guess they wanted a better spot. Yeah. And then uh, that's how much I care about I, I saw it in San Francisco, and the only thing I can say about that first movie and that experience going opening night was San Francisco has a very um, high Asian population. Okay. And um, we're learning that you're racist. This is cool. And I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, of course, it's, you're not. You're just, I mean, sure. Not first at all. of all, like, we're all a little racist. Are I we think, all a little racist? I think admitting that is the first step to not being racist. Exactly. Is like we all have institutionalized racism that we're working through. Um, okay. I have, God, I've done my PR training. I, I've got um, so much guilt. But go on. <laughs> but um, there was some 
there so there there was like a group of these like Asian chicks um, behind us. My boyfriend at the time. Chicks is probably a worse slur. <laughs> Just kidding. But coming from me, it's right. Totally. Because um, you're gay. Is that what you're saying? Because I'm me. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Keep going. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. Just tell me the goddamn it's, story. Sorry. So yeah. But there are these like what I really loved was like they all glammed out, dressed up like crazy, high heels, dresses. We could bring cocktails in. And um, during the opening, like, montage or whatever, showing where everyone's at in the story. How does the song go? What's the it's... Fergie song go? Oh, shit. Why are you, why are you doing this to uh, me? I'm sorry, because I was told, you're only here because Aristotle was like, he loves Sex in the City. You're going to love him. And uh, look, I you've love, never even seen any of the shows. I love different things about it. I could tell you, first of all, that dress <laughs> she's wearing in the opening is vintage. Oh. There's no designer. She's wearing, uh, I think they're Dior Extremes or whatever they're called. Extremes. Is that what they're called? Those gladiator sandals that she wore three times in the movie? Because Sarah like... Jessica Parker actually liked them and was like, I love them. I wanted to wear them every chance I could get. Oh, my God. I, I love different things about it. That's true. And that's why it's good that we're hanging out. Yeah. So we can highlight the differences. That's a, that's like a metaphor for life and people. Yeah. We're coming together. We're coming together. Did you say something about... Never mind. I was going to... What were you going to say? I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. So... Um, also, the the girl who is in the like very opening shot of that first movie, um, she doesn't say anything, but she ends up being on Scrubs, and I really like her. I don't oh remember her name. <laughs> um, Here's what I want to know. A few different things. Hold on. Okay. With the series and with the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Big showed up at the wedding, okay? He just got a little bit of cold feet. Why does Carrie leave? Yeah. Why doesn't she just go through with it? I don't get it. That's, and that, it's an asshole move on her end. Like, there's no... It's, it it's just, just to move the plot along. It moved the plot along. It just, like, takes me out of the the realness that is that movie. Because, <laughs> like, he... He shows up. He was trying to call that stupid, annoying, adopted brat that Miranda... Oh, no. Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. Or whatever. Lily. Cute, cute kid. Lily. Lily. Ruined Lily. everything. With her cute, wait, that's when she has the, um, is that when she has the cupcake handbag? And oh, she maybe. sticks it in there or something? Oh, yeah. And she screens the phone call or whatever for big? Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. That was like too, like that's where if it was a TV show, it would have been nice because they could have let that like percolate more. Yeah. But she, it didn't make sense. I wore a bird. Um, yeah. It didn't make sense. And then also in the series, now that Aristotle's I... loving this. He's like, finally. He's like, excellent. <laughs> oh, God, that was amazing. <laughs> um, in the series, looking back and looking at myself in relationships, because, you know, that's how I relate to things, you know, uh, compare them to my own whatever. Anyway. Yeah, that, um, well, yeah, that's, that's how, I, yeah. that's how we view the world. Um, exactly. Um, uh, you heard it here first, folks. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. Maybe Carrie was too demanding. Maybe if she just let Mr. Big... Do his thing and go to France uh, or not get so mad at the end of season one and say, like, you know, I want to meet your mom. And, like, what are yeah. we? Like, she should have just gone to, like, wait, they're going to go to St. Bart's or something. And she was going to buy him a mar- margarita. Do you remember that? She he, she he, he doesn't want it. She wants to know. She's like, what are we? What are we doing here? And then he doesn't really want to talk about it. And he uses, like, um, stirring the like uh the pasta sauce and like adding stuff to it and letting it just kind of like, you know, you have to let things unfold naturally. Yeah. And like and like. uh Oh, this is so good. We need to watch season one. Like, I need this right yeah, now. Yeah, I need it right now, too, for everything that's going on. It's just hard because I hate being out of control. And that's – Carrie's wrong. Like, she's wrong a lot of the time. Like, she's trying to push it in the thing, and she needs to just, like, enjoy it for what it is. And in a way, I used to relate to Carrie and be like, Mr. Big sucks. Fuck that asshole. But now I'm like, just, you know, you ruined it. You should have just enjoyed it and let it be whatever it was going to be. What do you think? 
I agree. Well, I think he was emotionally cold. She probably felt it though, right? She probably felt it like I felt it in my last thing. He just mm-hmm. wasn't emotionally available. I don't think it was like your last thing. Okay. I think I think I think your last thing was like <laughs> the guy was pretty drab and like <gasps> what? Like I haven't met him. He's but a like, great guy. He's but he sounds normal. Like it's just not a fit. That's okay. Yeah. He's, he's only here's another thing I say to my girlfriends when they break up or whatever. He's only guilty of not loving you. He wasn't challenging you, I don't think. It was wrong. I'm just yeah. glad I, I'm set free. It's a blessing. Well, and the difference between like that normie, let's just call him Norm. Um, the difference between like big and Norm is that like, <gasps> like big, like, like was like Carrie was excited. You're not excited about this guy. You're like responding to stimuli with him. I just was so excited. Every time he would ask me out, I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And he was just so nice. Yeah. But Big did a different thing to Carrie. Like, he, like, shook her to her core. Remember that one date where, like, they didn't even go on the date. They just did it. She was like, I'm not going to do it with him. I'm not going to do it when with him. When she was on the billboard and she wore the naked dress. Yeah. But then he took her to that Chinese restaurant and she was like, are you just taking me to places where people can't see us in public? Yeah. Remember? Man, I know. Dating's hard. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> what were we talking about? Sex in the City. Oh, Sex in the City too, and why I Stockholm Syndrome. My, oh yeah, I, that I movie Stockholm sucks. Syndrome myself. That movie is the worst. It, Tell me why. It really does. So, um, I I was really excited about it, as many people were before it came out. Um, and then the week it was supposed to come out, um, I had to go to Lexington, Kentucky for work. This what? is when I was my boss at the time lived there too. Like he he spent a lot of his time out there, and um, I had to like shadow him. For a bit. When you work for Image? Yeah, for Kirkman, yeah. Okay. Um, you don't work there anymore? I Well, I'm published under them, but I don't serve as that guy's editor. I used to, like, work as an editor for his books, and then I left because I was like, I got to do me. Like, But did you save some money up? Fuck no. No, oh, I don't know. Of course not. Okay, why? We're all just going to die. It's only a question of when and how. It was more like, I didn't know that I, like, needed a complete life change. Um, I didn't know that, like, working for other people was, like, hard for me. Um, no, I'm good at it. I just have other needs. I have other goals. But, uh... But anyway, so I was supposed to go to Lexington, and he was like, are we going to see this movie? And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm not turning down the opportunity to go see Sex and City 2 in Kentucky with, like, you. Um, but then my friend calls me and is like, she worked at Guess at the time. And she's like, I have tickets to a Vogue screening at the Arclight, like, three days before it comes out. Do you want to come? A Vogue screening? Like, Vogue was hosting a, an advanced screening for, like, everyone in fashion. Oh, of Sex in the City, too. Yeah. Got it. So I went to an advanced screening with her, and she had another ticket, so I brought another friend from high school. So we're, like, holding hands. Oh, my God. And it's fashion porn. And we were with a bunch of, like, I hate to say it, a lot of people in fashion aren't the most um, stimulated when it comes to thinking. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you've met some people. They're very, like... I loved Unzipped. That, did you ever watch Unzipped, the Isaac Rahi documentary? No. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite things in but the world. But, like, you've met people in fashion. Yeah. They, they really... A lot of them. Not all. I don't want to make assumptions. But, like, some of them don't really want to think hard. Yeah. So, they're... Devoid of depth. Devoid of depth. And they're watching this fashion porn, essentially. And so, I'm in this room with these people. We're doing this advanced thing. We're freaking the fuck out. Like, we're like, yes! That closet! Oh, my God! Yeah. You know, like, outfit change! Oh, my God! And um, we leave the movie and we're like, we don't know what was wrong about it. Something was wrong because it was a little long. It was also corny, the karaoke scene. Oh, my, oh my God. And Carrie's like doing this the whole time because she's also, like embarrassed. And also aging. That's yeah. a thing too, to, to like see their faces on a big screen and be like, oh my God, from season one to, to the second film. They're like. I'm not calling it a film, movie. Yeah. And you film. see, the, and you see, and they're already like, you know, older, whatever. It's just, it, it makes you go, oh my God, everybody's older. I'm going to get old. 
well, we I all mean, just gonna die. And to me, it's like the reason why things have endings is like the way I always think about like when you end a story is like it ends because the concept can no longer exist. Like Friends, the TV series ends because the characters create their own families and they no longer need their friends to be their family. Yeah. And I think that's what was going on with Sex and the City as a show. They they all reach a place where they no longer have to be like in their heads about relationships because they've found them, right? Or they found peace with how to have them. You know, like I want that. Is that what you want too? Yeah. I would I would love also not to be forty one the way Carrie is by the time it ends. Like I think about that. Like she's like thirty four, thirty five at it the starts, beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope I'm not that out of touch with like my emotional headspace that I'm doing that to men in my mid thirties. Oh yeah. It's okay that we did that stuff to dudes because we were a lot younger. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I assume you're around my age, maybe younger. Let's, let's, let's just, yeah. Whatever you think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. So, but anyway. Oh yeah. yeah. So I go and I see this movie. Fine. Then I go to Kentucky. I see it with him and his wife. And and that's really funny watching like a bunch of chicks thinking like being decked out as like Dooney and Burke and Coach is yeah. awesome. Oh my god! Um, so great people watching. I'm a piece of shit. I know. No. So, but then and then because I'm with this person who I respect, who I want to respect me, yada yada. Like now I'm seeing it for what it really is, and also all the Rotten Tomato reviews have come out, and so I'm like, oh my god, this movie's terrible. Oh it's god. wretched. Yeah. And. Uh, and then the ladies with the burkas and being like, here are my shoes. And like, this is what's happening under our burkas. Or was it, they're wearing burkas, right? Yeah. This or, is crazy. Yeah, traditional like, oh, man, yeah, that movie was really tone deaf in so many ways. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's what happens to me. So like that happens. I get home. My mom picks me up from the airport. My mom, like the first thing she says when she picks me up, she's like, when are we seeing the movie? <laughs> Because I got her into it. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. left the DVDs at her place after college. And then it was on like, you know, CW or whatever the fuck. And I was like, fuck. And I thought, okay, I could be a bad son and hold this off and hold it off. And it'll leave the theaters and all boohoo. And I was like, the bitch just fucking picked you up from the airport. You like, see, yeah, you got to see Sex and City too. <laughs> so I like, I just like, was like, all right, let, like, like, let's just like a bandit. Let's just do it now. So I saw it with her. Within seven days of seeing it the first two times, that third time, I was just, like, staring at it being mm-hmm. like, what the fuck can I like about this movie? Okay, cool. I really love that Halston dress. Awesome. Like, cool. My key to glasses. I'm going to go buy myself a pair. I did. You know, like, all that stuff. And, like, like oh, my God. Jude Law. Great pun. Ah. Like, I had seen it. Yeah. I had seen the same two and a half hours three times in seven days. Like... I love that movie. I have the fucking book with all the outfits. I, I like, have the book too. I I like dream about getting those fucking Louboutins that she steps out in. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, I could do without. Like, no, I'm just Louis. thinking about the apartment when she leaves those shoes there and she goes back to get the the shoes in the first movie and then Mr. Biggs there. Oh, that was hot. Wait, did they not get that apartment? No, they settled for something a little. I hate that because that's the kind of apartment I want in my dreams. Where it's like, like the top. It's just like so bright and beautiful and like that's that's what I want. Anyway, I'm going their, off. Their, their new apartment was a little like. Jonathan Adlery. Yeah, um, no thanks. It, it didn't feel like rich people. It felt like felt like dressing. just a little kind of rich, but not like the rich people we want them to be. Yeah. Um, okay, so wait. So, so you Stockholm Syndrome yourself into loving Sex and City too. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. There's room for that. Yeah. But like, it's like, just be kind to me, all right? Like, I... I <laughs> I to ha- you about Sex in the City too. Okay, like, okay, I know it's bad. I'm not upset. Listen, you have a self awareness about it, and that's all I can ask for. Her is. hair is amazing in it too. She has good hair in Sex in the City too. Um, do you watch any of the Real Housewives shows? I watch the fake one on Hulu, Real Hot Wives. Oh, I don't watch that. It's good. It's good. It's funny because it's a little too 
on the nose that it's sort of like, am I just watching the real thing? Like, oh yeah. Sometimes they don't push the the concept. They in... just like mimic the thing because it's enough. Yeah. What's that sad? Yeah. But you don't watch Real Housewives of New York or Atlanta or Beverly Hills no. or Orange County. No, I just rewatch Clarissa Explains It All. Really? Episodes. You should do that. It's oh, really good life. Lessons. I don't like her face. Can I say that on the podcast, Melissa a... Joan Hart? I get that. I don't like her face. It's too common. I I thought it was because she kind of has like a lazy. Oh my eye. god, Aristotle. <laughs> Aristotle's like marriage material. Oh my god! He's like fucking Silent Bob over here. Oh my god! No, I just feel like it's like her head is too round. Her her hair is just too blah. Even even when she was like thirteen. Yeah, that's what I'm judging her on. I'm judging okay, her not, on her not now, like Melissa and Joey. Okay. No. Oh okay. my god! I went on a date with one of the guys from Blossom. I can't even tell you which one. Uh, you will later. Okay. Or can you write it down? Well, uh, I've kept that other one a secret so far. Well, it's one of the guys on Blossom, not Joey. I think I only lose one other one. Okay. I met him when I was like 18 at at a club. No, at Crunch Gym. I used to go to Crunch Gym. Maybe you're normal. (laughs) I was trying. I didn't know who I was. And like Dave Navarro was at Crunch Gym. And I was like, this is wild. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And then I ended up going on a a date with this guy. And it felt, and he was another person. I was like, this feels so wrong. I don't know why I'm going off. Do you like dating actors? I don't. I've never, I, I, I mean, I don't know what that blip was, but in my actual life, no, I don't date actors. I can't do it. Actors and TV writers are challenging. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of TV writer friends, so I don't want to say I don't want to date them. But they're hard to date. They're so busy. They're so busy. They make good money if they're working. Yeah. But uh, they're real with it. They're all up to date on like BuzzFeed and all the stuff, which is not a crime. It's fine. Oh, another thing that I got annoyed with, and I (laughs) talked about this with the guy that I was dating, is like I don't pay too much attention to like what gawker or like uh, all these things are on in twitter where it's like here's a listicle like i don't even i didn't even know what the word listicle meant Whoa. until recently because i don't care about all these things but memes and all this stuff and then sometimes when you date a normal they're like have you seen this thing or here's the new I'm dance that people YouTube are youtube videos not, i mean just just no i'm not talking shit about I'm like just dude. send me a mazzy star song and <laughs> call it a day oh my god i'm just like i don't know i feel like they're types of people and i said this to him but i i uh I just feel like there are types of people where it's like you, you either make stuff and you're putting it out into the world because you're making a contribution. And then the other people who are like, oh, this is what's going on in the culture. I'm I'm going to be told what yeah. what's going on as opposed to other people who are like, I don't I don't give a fuck. Like I – yeah, I just – I'm on my own thing. Can I – this whole thing's been a tangent. Can I, can I talk about like a normal I hooked up with in New York that like went so wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> – <yeah>. so <laughs> So it's my last night in New York, um, totally unrelated, like, oh my God, like this, he's not like, I don't know, he's straight, he's younger than me, but like just makes more money than me and is like a really nice guy, like got me a hotel room my last night in New York. Oh, he's that's like, nice. He's like, he's like, you don't need to be staying all the way out in Brooklyn, that's going to take you forever to get to the airport. Like here, like Aww. I know a friend, like he'll give you a deal, don't worry. And like, again, he's straight, like I don't know what the catch is. He's but straight? He's heterosexual, swear to God. Okay. like. I've known him for like two years. He's not been like, Ooh, he's just like, anyway. Yeah. Um, I just roll with it. I'm like, thanks. But uh, I had my own hotel room and like, they also like upgraded me. So it was big. So I was like, I'm going to try to get laid tonight. Yeah. Um, I would and... think by the heterosexual dude who got you the room. No, 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 no. We like, okay, no, cool. we went for drinks and every, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess. No, yeah. uh, that did not happen. And I hope you are not listening to this oh. right now, dude. Um, maybe he is. Who cares? Uh, so I am chatting with this dude. He actually ends up, wanting me to go to his place i'm like that's fine um i go over there we have like ridiculous sexual chemistry and also because it's like 
time is of the essence and I don't need to get to know this guy because he lives in New York. Like, I'm pretty to the point. I'm like, so what porn do you watch? Put it on. Let yeah. me see. Oh, that's hot. Let's start heavy petting. Um, Where'd you meet them? Tinder? No. Tinder. Tinder. Tinder? But yeah. that's for relationships. Well, you know, we're still men. Men in uh, Rome. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Men in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. By the way, Brazil? What the fuck? Anyway. That's Br- news. Brazil? Dude, they have like a big rape problem right now. I mean, Wait, where had... did this just come from? Sorry. What? I'm thinking about I'm thinking about men in countries where they don't really wear a lot of deodorant and they have like darker colored skin. So men in oh. Rome reminded me of men in Brazil. The dude I was just dating Spanish. Mm. So hot. He's, oh my God, his hot bod. His hot, sexy, throbbing this man bod. Norm? Yeah, but he wasn't Norm. He's creative. I'm, I'm like making him sound horrible. I don't think you need to... Yeah, I do need... Oh, I'm going to finish this Let's coffee. Let's dream in spray? Okay, cool. Yeah, in a second. But I do need it. But um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're hooking up and I ignore the dangling, like, cross necklace that, like, keeps hitting my nose. Um, You're such a giver. Don't, do you like blowjobs? Getting the blow, getting blowjobs? I give. Jobs? I love to give. You I, never get blowjobs? I don't mind them. Okay. You have to be really good at it. To, it's just time. I don't like... I don't like like people spending that much time and expecting something from me and yeah. it like stresses me the fuck out but yeah. anyway um love me everyone please yeah, love me me too um i'll, I'll give you head oh, um me yeah you, okay. i'm a giver <laughs> have you ever gone down to a girl no but i want to i don't I, you want to yeah i don't even want to i'm curious i'm curious if it's as like fucking elusive as like it's made out to be like it just sounds like men don't listen and just don't spend the time and, like, I've talked to dudes about it. They're like, look, in the beginning, like, it's fun and easy and everything's new and, like, everyone gets off quicker. But he's like, imagine, like, being in a relationship a couple years in and, like, the prospect of, like, knowing that you just need to spend minimum 20 minutes down there to, like, get her sort of close to the next step. Like, yeah. again, I've, I've had no experience. This is just all what I'm hearing. So I kind of am like, I want to do it. I want to see what's up. I think the problem is because most girls are going to be like, oh, he's gay. Like, they're probably going to, like, disconnect immediately and just, like... It might feel a little They'll weird. be self-conscious. They'll be like, do I smell like fish? What's going on here? I never do. I'm sorry. Can I say that? Or something? Yeah. I mean, totally, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so this dude. Anyway, so the sex. Go on. <laughs> the sex was like dope. We were also up till like 4.30 a.m. chatting and stuff. Are you a top or a bottom? Can I ask you? Verse. You are? How yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, it's a giving thing. It's like, oh, you want me to fuck you? Okay. And like, oh, you want to fuck me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I'm fresh. Um, Yay. But uh, so he was super religious. I. I tried not to notice at the corner of my eye there are always those um those like wood blocks that they sell at like Pier One with like aphorisms, like dating aphorisms, like never go to bed in a fight, like live, love, laugh, you know? What? Everywhere. The guy was so basic. That does not count as art. Like stuff you get at IKEA or fucking bed bath beyond or oh, what have you. It's I think not he had that art. IKEA. I think he had the IKEA photo of New York or oh whatever. Oh my god, that's the worst. The Urban Outfitters is not art either. Ugh. They don't sell art. Okay, so go on. I was like but the thing was like oh my god, like when we kissed it. Like, I swear, I even, and I made the mistake of telling him this. I should never. I love you? You said I love you? No. <laughs> Just kidding. I said that when I kissed him, it felt like the kiss I'd want to have on my wedding day. Oh my God, what a beautiful thing. You're so raw. But he like went with it. And that's why I've been so restrained when I date now. Because he thought that meant like, I want to marry you. And I was like, look, I live in LA. Like, I get that you're a flight attendant. You can make it out here. But like. Oh my God, it's so sexy. Flight attendant? That's like I a fireman. Was, I thought it was going to be super cool. We were going to have fun. We were going to like see each other when we see each other for like a few months. And if it was a thing, we'd deal with it. 
no. He was like FaceTiming me twice a day without asking. I was like, bitch, I'm busy. Like, I've got a social life. That's more passionate than the whole last four months I spent. Yeah, he was insane. He was insane. He and so finally the straw that broke the camel's back was he was out with a friend drinking. I was stoned in bed watching the Mindy Project. And he was like, This song came on and it makes me think of you. And um it was this blonde chick and I can't remember her name, but I was like, Oh, this looks stupid. Britney Spears? No, 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 no. It she was um she was like a sea rock, like Christian rock kind of girl. Oh wow. And uh and I was like, That's cool, like I'll listen to it in the morning. And he was like, No, listen to it now and tell me how it makes you feel. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna like give myself okay, good breath. Sorry, we're all lubing up. I'm putting on chapstick. Listerine spray. Gone. Uh, uh, poppers. <laughs> no, um, I've done those. They're so fun. People, why do you people do them socially? That's you people, so no, weird. I did them when I was like 16 at a party. It was all gay dudes, and then me, okay. and they were doing poppers. And then I was like, let me try one. And I was like, this feels amazing. Someone brought them to like the bar last night, and they're like, want some poppers? And I'm like, you'd had some though, didn't you? I wanted to see what it was like to do it socially. I've never done them socially. I've only done them in the sack. Oh, really? Shit, dude. When you're close, give yourself some poppers. When you're cl- when I'm close to coming? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, like three minutes before. Like, when you feel like you can get in the zone and, like, get there, then do them. Then you're going to freak the fuck out. I also want to learn about, like, sticking my finger in a boy's bum hole because I feel like I'm Easy. too scared to do it. <laughs> and Easy. I always feel like I'm going to use my pointer finger when it should probably be my pinky. No, no, no. You use okay. use your middle finger because it's the longest. The middle finger. We, yeah. we both have like crazy hands, don't we? We do. We have beautiful, cool, crazy hands. You guys can't see this. We but should be hand models. Yeah. <laughs> can we get Freaky. some fucking sponsorships? <laughs> Nivea. I don't know. That's how out of touch I am. <laughs> I'm like, it's like six dollars at Target. I'm like Nivea. Nivea. Okay, cool. But at La Mer, oh, should I have said that? Like La Mer would have been better, but Nivea was just like perfect. Yeah. Oh my god. Anybody want a Sundance cooler with my Nivea? Okay, I just my, like I have like low goals. I'm like Avino, please. Um oh okay, so yeah, so what's happening? Oh yeah, so the dude's like, listen to the song. <laughs> like, tell me how it makes you feel. And it's like one of those fucking like Christian rock songs where she's like, and I saw God on you, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, I just pulled myself out of this and it became a fuck yes, fuck no moment. I was like, why am I putting up with this guy? <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Like, I don't do this for my mom and she fucking like breastfed me for a year. Like, I fucking bruised her nipples and destroyed them and like... I won't even take her call for like six days straight. And I'm like letting this guy FaceTime me and like try to get me to make plans. <laughs> and that was it. Like that was the moment where I was like, fuck no. Cause I even told him, I was like, I'm stoned and watching Mindy project. I can't do this. And so like he makes me watch it. And I was like, you know what? Nipping it in the bud. And I was like, I was like, you know what, dude? Like I understand what you're feeling when you hear the song. I was like, I've tried to say it to you multiple times. I'm not. Like, I don't feel what you're feeling right now. Yeah. And um, he, like, said something glib and sarcastic because he was, like, wasted at that point. I and heard he... sarcasm is unresolved rage, by the way, just so you know, for the future. Go on. Just kidding. That is unresolved rage. When people go, just kidding. Oh, my God. I do that all the time. Think about it. Think about if you are just kidding. I think if you say, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, just kidding. Um, I say skidding. I say, I'm just playing. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think that's not aggressive. I don't know. But uh but yeah, I called it off like the next day. I was like, no, hard pass. 
Um, Hard pass. But I had to go down that rabbit hole because the sex was interesting. It was unique. But you only had it one time, right? Yeah. Did he visit? No. So you put up with all this emotional bullshit you weren't feeling for that one time that had already passed? Because I know. I know when I know. Like, physically. when With physicality, I know when, like, it's it's the kind you have to pay attention to. But, like, he had too many deal breakers. I'm so dumb because I, I had my fuck no moment when it was, like, only two months in. Yeah. Maybe two and a half months in when I said, listen, are you dating anyone else? Just I want to know what to do or how to play this. Like, Oh, I'm going to use like, that with my guy. Thank yeah, you. like, I just want to know, like, like... I'm not asking. There's no right or wrong answer. It's all good. I just want to know how to play this on my end, you know? Yeah. And the internet needs to know. The internet needs to know, you know? Like, I'm not some loser dork, which I told him. (laughs) I'm not some, like, loser. People like me. Like, that's what I said. I said that, like, the day we broke up the other day and when I had this conversation, like, two and a half months in. Ashton Kutcher tweeted me. Oh, my God. Uh, Cameron Crowe follows me on Twitter. Ooh. Which is, like, true. Um, Anyway, okay. I don't know why, but um, and it's like also he doesn't follow like all the people that follow him. He Cam, only C Crow, yeah, C Crow, C squared. Oh yeah, um, CC. Anyway, um, so it's like special. It's special that he follows me. Okay. Anyway, so the point <laughs> is, um, in the moment when I asked him, which was like this was like two months in, two and a half months in, I was just like you know, uh, define the intent. intent. Yeah. Define. I guess it was a define the relationship, define the intent, uh, mashup. Right? I just want to know what to do. Yeah. I felt there was a lot of gray area. I wanted to know what was happening. And his response was, well, if you're asking me how I'm feeling, um, I'm not in love with you. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't like die for you. I'm not like devoted, but like, but I care about you. And, and I was like, and I like, was like, that was my moment of being like, well, first of all, he didn't need to say that. He could have just been like, like, I'm not dating anyone else or we should date other people or like, we're just being that. But the fact that he said that and he said he said it could grow into that whatever bullshit, whatever. But I was like, I'm not necessarily in love with him, but I sure as hell don't like a guy letting me know and like decide. He didn't need to use that terminology. That's just like, yeah. a, like that's not even like charming or that's just like a little bit of like a blur, like just like a, a clumsy way to handle the situation. Like no girl wants to hear that. Well, yeah, I think, but, yeah. But I was like, I was like, well, what are we doing? Like, that's all fine and good. But like, that's cool. What are we doing? But then we kept doing it. Yeah. We kept, and I should have been like. And you were you were upping the ante. Like he was introducing you to friends and stuff. So it was. Yeah, that's what was weird. It. It's like his mom follows me on Instagram. It's a sister. Like I follow the best. It's like he's introducing me to friends, which oh, is shit I never no. do. I never bring people into my life like that. Like, so that's why I was like, I don't know what's happening because we're going to parties together. We're not boyfriend and girlfriend. There's gray area. I like clarity. All this shit. I'm cool if we're not, you know whatever but what is going on here yeah um and then hearing him say that like i just was like well that's my cue to leave and i didn't leave i had my you know fuck fuck no moment and i just like fucking went on autopilot went well i'm gonna try this new weird thing because i don't know everything and i think i know everything but now i gotta listen to my intuition better next time a little bit i mean like i my intuition's always with like sociopaths and crazy people really what do you mean i just like i can sniff them out but i always give them the benefit of the doubt because i'm like well is that me is that what you're saying (sighs) is that what you're saying nothing negative nothing negative is about you in this conversation okay good so far been posy vibes and i love it good good all right um no mainly with dating yeah dating like if 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 i know that a guy's unhinged i need to follow it like unhinged yeah because like you can sniff it out but like you don't ever want to do that to some i don't ever want to do that to someone yeah 
you still have to have like you still have to nip it in the bud. Oh, here's another thing that was okay. I'm used to. I don't know if you're used to this. I like immediate passion. I yeah. want passion. I want intensity. I want like we're throwing me on the floor. We're fucking. We're fucking against the wall. We're doing all the stuff. Yes. Lots of fucking sex. Like passion. Because driver roll up the partition, please. Oh, I don't even know what that means. It's Beyonce visual album, the first one. Oh really? Parti- oh yeah, we got a lot of. We got a lot do. of stuff to do. We just like leave here. We get like a pizza and we just fucking like stay in for days and just yeah. like catch up on Sex and the City and uh, Beyonce. That's stuff. okay. The guy I'm seeing's out of town this weekend. Oh we. <laughs> um, but I, I want in crazy intensity. And this thing was like moving at an adult. Uh, oh. was moving slow. And he was like, I'm just want to move slow. It's like, okay, so you keep asking me out, but you want to move slow. Right. I'm used to a different way. All right, maybe I'll try this adult slow. Don't let's be it. individuals and not be in a codependent thing. But you can still be individuals and be in a crazy passionate thing. Yeah. And then there are moments where I would see my friends starting a relationship and then be like, their relationship would be like how I wanted a relationship to be, where they're right. like, "We just know uh, this is the woman I'm going to marry. I, I love this person." Like, oh, I hate I'm, when they say that. You'll know I, when you know. I just know when you know. And I was like, "Oh my god, I know that I don't know. I know that like That's, this is you not need it." To follow that, and you have I didn't. To follow... Well, I squashed it because I thought, "Well, I'm toxic. I'm crazy. I got all these voices in my head. Blah blah. blah. Maybe I can't trust my intuition." Or, and like, it was ruining my podcast too. It oh, might no. be. It might be ruining this one. But no. it was like, it, like I was squirmy. I was oversharing with Aristotle, being like, "What do you think?" And he's like, "Leave me alone." <laughs> oh, yeah, I was I was just like, I can't tell if it's my intuition that's leading me. It's str- your intuition. It's my intuition or is it the, <laughs> the voices in my head that are like not true? And then I started – it took me down oh, a rabbit no. hole. I, I was listening to um, – I will be done with this fucking Wait, diatribe. I also super have to pee. Is there you any way we do? can pause? I'm like squirming. Can we? Yeah. I'm super sorry. No, this is so great. Okay. You're going to pee. I'm just going to like rattle off some self-help okay. things that I got. Actually, okay. no. Go pee. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. I know. I'm I, like shaking. Did you stop? Oh, gross. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no, no. Not like that. Anyway. I'm just kidding. No, parking. Just... Oh, yeah. Oh. Did you have to do your parking? I do. I put money in my meter. Oh, my God. Okay. Phew. I'm. Sh- we back on? Oh, my God. So sorry about that. Oh, no. You're all good. Like, here's... I was going to... Okay. So, first off... Hi. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to save this in the intro and hopefully not, like, edit... Have to edit too much. But it's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm being, like, too shit-talking and not meaning to be about the guy that I was dating. No, you, you've actually been very nice about him. I've been the one who's been like, don't worry, just move on. Okay, good, because he was so kind and wonderful, because I did learn a lot from the relationship. Yeah. Um, but um, these are the self-help books that I was, you might be into self-help stuff because of like, you know, like the four agreements. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I got this book called, I listened to a TED talk called The Power of Vulnerability. Have you ever heard about that? No. But this woman, I can't remember her name, Brene Brown or but something. But the guy I dated said, he's like, there's power and vulnerability. And he does TED Talks, too. Wait, which guy? The last one? The, the one I'm currently. The one you're currently does TED Talks? Did, yeah. Marry this guy. I know. Well, I want, maybe. We'll see. You oh, know. my God. That's exciting. There is. Yeah. So I learned, because I'm so glad <laughs> maybe. that. Maybe. Well, the, 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 Aristotle. Here's the takeaway. Here's the takeaway. I'm, I'm just trying to, like, steamroll you with my stuff. I like, fun. I think we're both. Just, in a good space. Just living our lives, you know, just talking yeah. freely. But uh, <laughs> the takeaway was, like, I kept doing whatever this was that I was doing, and maybe I didn't follow that intuition because I wanted to try it a new way because I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to go with it and be vulnerable and open myself up to this thing that, you know, end up not being right. But, yeah. But because during the thing when I was, like, spinning and overthinking everything, he went out of town and I was just like... I want to give. I want to be the best version of myself I can possibly be. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I want to try to make this work. So I listened to like the power of vulnerability. Tight. Learned that like yes, the strength is in vulnerability. Even though it's like you want to be defensive and be like I'm gonna I'm gonna do preemptive strikes and end this because it feels wrong or or at any moment just try to end it before they end it with because I get very defensive during relationships. Yeah, that's another thing. So anyway, four agreements. Then this book called 
loving what is or, wow. or <laughs> no i'm like in well, i'm like i smoked a mad oh joint. my god no, Seriously, I'm, I'm like what did you do in the bathroom um it's crazy <laughs> uh but yeah uh but it's about like when our voices are telling us these stories that we like we have these subconscious or sometimes conscious like stories in our head and it seems like you do a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself where you have to like talk yourself off a ledge you know yeah like i do that all the time i also do that out loud which sometimes people don't get that and they're like calm down relax and i'm like no this is it like me oversharing and talking and like analyzing and seeing everything and then saying it is like how I am. Yeah. And uh something people have to accept. But uh but this but sometimes we have these like false stories where it's like I'm a I'm a weirdo, I'm ugly. This is these are just examples. And then this book kind of tells you to go, but is that true? Or like yeah. or if somebody doesn't return your text and you can create a whole story being like, oh, my God, they hate me. Yeah, don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. goes back to the Don Miguel Ruiz book. Yeah, four <laughs> agreements. But then also, like, well, does they're not responding to your text mean that? Like, is that true? And you, like, look at it from all angles and go, oh, no, this is just, like, these are just thoughts. They're just passing through my mind. They very may well not be true. Yeah. And then what other stuff? On um, this dumb book called, uh, that I really love, called. Uh, I'm, I'm, like, so curious. It's called. Uh, I think it's called You're a Badass or something Whoa, ridiculous. Is it really, that's a good, like, what, is it written by, like, Kathleen Hanna? It's like, like no, it's, <laughs> uh, it should have been. But, uh, no, and it's just, like, some self-help book about, like, mm, getting out of your own way and, like, oh, move forward and do cool. I don't know. So I just did all this fucking self-help stuff. So at least I learned about myself and know yeah. stuff for the future, for the next thing that will be more right. Well, I think going back to even when, like, people are like, when you know when you know. And, and it sounds like you were open-minded which is huge yes and that all that was missing from the equation was magic and love but what were you gonna say yeah like you, what, what what is a what's that episode of a uh, sex and the city the zhu 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 or whatever i am oh yeah the zhu wait what is it zuzi zoo or something like that the, oh when she's at the wedding and then the, she like needs that yeah like she's trying oh, to say like je ne sais quoi. yeah yeah but she's like i need the what is it you don't even remember because no, no i'm thinking zuby zoo but that's mad no, Men. i need the like zhu zhu <laughs> yeah now i'm thinking the man shushu like I, but yeah that thing it's yeah and it's like when carrie's talking to uh petrovsky Oh, maybe I can compare my last guy to Katie, Petrovsky. Come to bed. Yeah, she go. Oh yeah. Um, I don't want kids. Oh my god! I know. I can't. I believe come it. to suck your blood. I know. Your friends are whores. Get and them this, out of my apartment. This is not what he said, but I love this. <laughs> but yeah, when she's like, I am a person who needs crazy love. You know, everyone. She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's in the yeah. series finale, that's right? In, not this. Oh that's yeah, in the hotel. that's the series finale. And then he accidentally slaps her, which seems like ridiculous. But whatever. Like, uh, like they needed something for you to just like not care not be how like, that ends. yeah, we're done. Like he is not a good choice because yeah. yeah um but i feel like it was an accident i feel like it was an accident when he yeah. her. but um but yeah I'm like that was Carrie. that was not domestic violence that, <laughs> that was, was just <laughs> like that was just like oh my god well I, and i do like that about the show is like they don't do it often enough with carrie's character but they do i like that they do bring that up that it's like sometimes a like and this is for men too but because that show is about women you know she asks the question like oh like when is it time for a girl to just shut the fuck up? And then when is it not time for a girl to just shut the fuck up? Like, Oh, really? That's when she's getting in that fight with Berger because she doesn't know. And, it, and it, it goes back to like, she's telling these stories in her head and she's mad at and him. She, about, she was right, but go on, yeah. Yeah, and that's the twist on the episode is like for her arc or her plot line, like she didn't need to shut the fuck up. She didn't need to stand in her own way. Like she was right. Um, but I do think about that too. In with what we're all talking about, like you... You're cerebral. You think you have to process. You have to do these things, and then it's a matter of finding a person who um, 
makes that the healthiest, best version of that. Oh, yeah. That that makes your being cerebral, cerebral and not toxic. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like you, yeah, like that's how you're going to live. That's how you're going to do things. So you need to find someone who nurtures that and makes it the best kind of like quandaries going through your head instead of like, what's he thinking? Why didn't you text me? Yeah. And it's just like comes down to like neither one of us are bad. It's just we tried and it's not yeah. right. It's just not right. It's like when Carrie mm. goes out with the guy and he's like a Donna Karen dress. Remember and she passed them off to Charlotte? Yeah. You don't even remember no. the episode. Give me more. Give me more. Oh, my it's God. Been I binge. It's oh, it's like so mean to me. It's like when Carrie and Mr. Big, and he's going to get married to the simple girl, right? Okay. And she's comparing herself, and she's like a, a horse that can't be tamed, and she just needs to somebody to find somebody who can, like, run with her because she's a free horse. Don't you remember that? Is it when she's not when she's dating the um, the ADD guy? ADD guy, the guy who like plays her like a upright bass, and she's like Craig Bierko. That's his who name. Who is so insane on Unreal right now? Oh, don't try to change the subject and like get out of the fact that you don't know anything about Sex in the City. Just I keep, kidding. I'm, I keep I'm encountering you with like things that like are cool in pop culture that could be fun. No, like things in Sex and the City that like I take away. I think we just took away different trivia. Like, that's true, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. But what's the Donna Karen episode? Help me out. Donna Karen is like early on the season, uh, in, in the series. Um, she just meets this guy and he's like, if it happens, I think it's just like actually what happens to every guy. There's good on paper guy who visits her in the Hamptons that she, and it's just not a fit uh, for her. And then the, then she dates a guy who it's a setup. She gets set up with this guy and he's just too bland. It's not, it's not right for her. And she compares it to like a Donna Karen dress. Like, Wait, you was know. that the guy that she went on, she went on a pre-date with to like warm herself up for burger? And like the bird goes on his table, and he's no, like, Wah! "That's later on in the series." Okay, I but, don't uh, remember. But burgers, and, and now I'm realizing all the examples that Carrie went through to find her way back to big, and even at one point it was big. All the examples are just like coming together with somebody, and it's just not a fit, and yeah. it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's what happens in life. It's what we do in dating. Yeah, listen. I, I think yeah. it's yeah, and that's the thing I was gonna say is the best breakups I've had. And this is when, if you ever reach your fuck no moment before the the, the guy doesn't, um, you can just say, look, like, I'm having fun. We can keep going. Um, I don't really see this progressing or evolving into something further than, like, casually dating or friends with benefits. Yeah. And if you want to talk about that, I'd be happy to. But, like, I just, I can tell you now, like, this is as much as you're going to get from me. And it's awesome because you're not rejecting them. You're just saying, like, I don't see the X factor that makes me want to stick around. I think I was hopeful. Yeah. I think I was hopeful. And maybe he was hopeful, too, or he was just being a people pleaser. But we just we just kept going. You had a lot on paper, it sounded like. You had a lot worked. on paper. Yeah. Now, now we know. Once you feel that, go back to following your intuition. Well, listen, I've been talking a ton. Have you? This has been going on for an eon, this podcast. Here's it's what I want to know. Okay. Oh, wait. And did you see the movie um, or did you read the book? Uh, Steve Martin's book, Shop Girl. I saw the movie and I'm listening to his first book right now. What's his first book? The stand-up one. What is it called, Aristotle? Speak for us. Born Standing Up. Oh, is it some. good? Yeah. Well, to bring it all back to the meltdown, Jonah Ray was like, you need to listen to it. It's awesome. So. Oh, wow. Are you guys friends? Or he just said it on yeah, stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, that, that was like humble brag. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, I, you know, he's like Jonah to me because he's like, you know, someone he was like, just figuring it out and now he's like super famous it's awesome oh it's crazy i i 
I met him through Robert. I didn't like discover. No, you know what I mean. You I'm, discovered Stone No, Ray? no, no. I'm like, my foot's going deeper into my mouth. <laughs> That's because we've been podcasting for seven hours. But, uh, well, I was because I was thinking about, uh, okay. So, A Steve Martin shop girl. Yeah, because, because so, so you, you, I, I don't know if I say comic book or graphic novel or book. What do you call I'm just the terminology. I want to get it right. Well, I'll just say comics. It's easier. And then, like, if I need to clarify, like, you will. Yeah. So you did a comic called Not My Bag. Yeah. And it's about you working at a department store that I shouldn't say. Okay. Because, so but it's there. Like, if you look at the font on the front cover. Yeah, you get it. You know. So when did you work there? I worked there, uh, it was a little bit after college, probably, I don't know, like in the 2010s. Early aughts. Early, is that what we say? Early yeah. eens, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I worked there just out of college. I like needed a job. Yeah. And uh, and I got that job. And you and hated it? It was just like they were psychopaths because it was the first time I'd ever been in like shark culture where people like so I will name a name of the place I worked after this place. I worked at Coach on Rodeo Drive such a transparent company like obviously i know like they're a bridge brand and so people make fun of them because like they're not prada but as a company they take care of their employees like they you know it was funny because as i was getting this job working for kirkman they had like let me apply for this like summer internship program in new york where they were like you can go to the corporate offices and if you want to move into one of those jobs like and i was interested in like design or marketing you know like they were like will be happy like they love bringing people up from within the company so oh, wow. yeah it was actually really hard for me to quit that job because they were so awesome to me like and, my last relationship it was sad that it ended because you know okay sorry go it's on. like yeah, a yeah, fuck yeah. no yeah. it's coach literally literally your last relationship was just a really nice coach bag okay my last relationship wasn't a fuck no it was more of a oh fuck mm-hmm. It was like a really good coach crossbody. Keep going. It was okay. like the legacy edition where you're like, oh, like no one really knows it's coach. Um, Keep going. Uh, sorry. But yeah, uh, I did that retail job and they were they were just scummy. Like they would lie to me to get me to perform that that department store. And I think all department stores are really big on credit card signups. And they would just Ugh. like, yeah, and they would treat you ways they would teach you ways to manipulate customers. And that's just not me, you know. And so it was a really brutal experience. And then. On top of that, some, like, unresolved relationship issues were coalescing while it was... Ha- like, literally, there's um there's a scene in the third act of the book where, like, the day I quit my job, this, like, teacher who, like, emotionally violated me that I hadn't spoken to in years was, like, on my elevator. Oh, my God. It was so intense. It was... And it was real. It was really real. And it was that kind of, like, black swan emotional craziness where you're, like this is so fucking insane. How is this happening? And and so, and I knew the whole time I was like, this is a book. Like, and uh, so I did, I made it into a book because you can't, you can't make that shit up when it actually happens. You just have to put it down on paper. Um, and I, and yeah, and I, so I made that book, not my bag from it. And that is the end of like my retail life. Like coach was cool, but then I got that job editing for the walking dead guy. And that was a, like the most challenging experience of my life. Well, and and how long did you do that for? Uh, a little over two and a half years, almost three. Well, so not my bag was also like that's kind of like self obsessed where you did it for you, right? Yeah, it has a more it had a more beginning middle end story to it um, because it was very specifically about this job, about fashion and retail, about my journey with fashion. You know, like getting into it and loving clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and things and uh and you know capitalism and all that stuff all those big things yeah and uh i've heard of them yeah self-obsessed is more like ruminating and like draw your own conclusions and not my bag is very much like here's a story read it have fun um and i and it was crazy because i was doing it while i was working for robert while i was drawing this other book called the little depressed boy and it not my bag was like just my favorite like it was the thing that i could steal time away to do like i was like this is my me time. Yeah. Um, so when I quit that job, I basically like this, the uh, skybound job, Kirkman, um, I basically quit that and put this book on the calendar. And it was like my first, like my first effort on my own. And like, I immediately like toured it like crazy and just like went head first into like, I'm going to be me. And then, uh, and then life happened. And like, you know, you start to like, when you get to, settled in a world and you have so many bills to pay like you start succumbing to like money know. jobs yeah and and there's that like metric mm-hmm. lyric buy this car to get to work get to work to pay for this car or something like that buy this what was it buy this car to drive to work yeah drive to work to pay for this car yeah. and i constantly get myself in those situations so uh my current mode is like live in a way where like freelancing will cover the expenses yeah because you really need nothing Right, I mean, we need some stuff. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like, well, and I miss things. Like, I miss shopping hardcore. Yeah, like I miss that. Like, that's a luxury. Yeah. Um, and like you know, thrift stores can only go so far. I know. Sometimes, no matter you want, how good your taste is, you just sometimes you want something to look and smell new. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like you just want that like starchy feeling. You know, you don't want to have to be like, oh, I have to wash this before oh, I God, wear it. Yeah. Anyway, but um, yeah. So that was not my bag. <laughs> um. And what did you do? Wait, so when you put something on the books and you go tour a book, yeah, a comic book, wait, how does that, what does that look like? When I you put it on the books. This is like, oh, I put it on the calendar. Like, what, what does that mean? It's just in your life calendar. Oh, no, no, no. So, like, Image Comics, they, they work on a much quicker publishing um, schedule than, say, like Simon and Schuster. Like, you know, when I did a kid's book with Simon and Schuster, and that was like, it what's took- that called? It was called Among the Ghosts. My friend wrote it and I drew it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right um, yeah. And with that, it was like from signing the paperwork to the book coming out like 18 to 24 months. At Image Comics, they're, again, it's a, just a different structure entirely. So, and they trust me in the sense of like when I make a commitment, they know I'll meet, for the most part, meet the deadline. Yeah. Um, and, and so it used to be that I could be like, I want this book to come out in October. And they'd be like, okay can you pull it off for real? And I'd be like, yeah. So that's what I mean is like when I quit the job, I was like, not my bag will be ready for October. And so I put it, you know, in the ordering catalog and like, you know, started having to do pre-press and then touring. I treat it the way bands treat it, where it's like you make a poster, you make a big fuss out of it. You, you book tr- dates or yeah, where? Have, Comic book stores? Yeah, or bookstores. Okay. Um, and I'm trying, I'm thinking of doing something different. I like... I'm trying to figure out how to fix all of this. Like, cause touring that way doesn't make you a lot of money. Like people either already have the book or like the most you can get out of someone is like $10. Like you can't tour the way bands can tour where they're making like, you know, up to thousands of dollars a night. Um, so yeah, I would just get on the road, uh, and go to comic stores, sign, pack up, go yada, yada, go comic conventions, stuff like that. So I was doing that relentlessly for like two years. Wow. Um, 
But, you know, that's what bands do. So I yeah. just thought, okay, I must be built for this. Um, that's fulfilling. It seems like it's, like, emotionally fulfilling and connecting with people in a real way instead of just, you know. It's it, it's so – I was talking about this last night. It's so weird because it's, it is that. It's fun. It's crazy. It's cool. You get to go – to different places and meet people you would never expect to meet and then realize like oh my god la is just full of like you know very beautiful people um who like don't think hard it's true <laughs> and um but it's exhausting because you're you're in a box for like eight hours a day you get out of the box like you have to be your 1000 percent best and most presentable and most excitable yeah and most excited um then you have to you know in different ways perform because i draw people will ask for drawings and oh that's I, I don't mind okay. it yeah oh yeah i'm used oh, to cool, it because i was gonna ask but then i thought i'm no, just kidding, I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> i'll do a drawing for when this comes out actually oh yay. yeah okay yeah, god i don't need to take pictures it'll be riddled with edits about um <laughs> for real wait, hold on. i want to do this like from my perspective oh this i'm gonna do a drawing don't you worry you're all like <clears throat> oh i kind of look like your friend who's in in uh self-obsessed i feel like uh, amanda is that her amber name? amber yeah, you're you're both gorgeous and in such different ways. When you see her, you'll be like, "Oh, I see why he like said it that way." Yeah, she's she has bangs and big eyes. Yeah, and she's white. Yeah, like that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good. Like I, I like I could see someone saying that, but I think when you like when you run into her on the street, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we're totally different vibes." Yeah. Um, but uh, what were we talking about? I, I lost it all. No, you're talking about going on tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like you do streets these and, and it's exhausting. Being the best like, version of yourself and yeah. drawing people. If people and, ask you to draw them. Yeah, or anything. Like, and you just get kind of physically exhausted, and and it's it's so jarring to go from like nothing, 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 one hundred and ten percent, nothing, 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 one hundred and ten percent, and like trying to stay ahead and trying to make sure you're making money and trying to like engage people and get people to come. It's it's just you know it's a it's tiring. Yeah. Um, but. I also love it, and I, I know that I'm built for it, so I think my next step is trying to figure out, like, how can I sub- sustainably do that, and how can I do that without wrecking myself? Because they're, like, I don't know, you just end up in these hotel rooms alone and sad and, like, you don't know. FaceTiming do. with... No one? What? Like, is the time difference sometimes, you know? You're yeah. like, oh, no one's Face awake. FaceTiming with no one. That's, That's the name of my next book. album, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so what what are you looking forward to? Like, what's next? Um, what's next? So, uh, gonna, I will be able to say soon that there should be good news for people who like the web series. Okay. Oh, wow. Should be. Can't say yet. You know, like, whatever. Trying to be chill. Very cool. Um, Very cool. (laughs) I I do think this Nothing Lasts Forever book is going to be, um, good i don't know i think it's gonna be like i think it's gonna be my best work maybe not i don't know what we'll talk about that later um and then there should be more stuff with uh jenny lewis and their yeah like i'll i'll i'll, I'll keep surprising people but yeah I'm, I'm luckily keeping really busy considering that like i had told a bunch of editors i'm like i can't draw i'm sick and i'm like still working full time but that's me <laughs> are you feeling better physically yeah. You yeah. are? Do you have a bait pen on you at all times? No. You need to get one. I know. I just, um, I try to like, I try to eat, drink smoothies during the day and like eat to keep eating and build up my metabolism and like expand my stomach. And then like once I'm home and safe, I'm just like, yeah, you know, get like really faded and yeah. like just like watch Netflix and chill with myself Yeah, and my dog. You have um, a dog? Yeah, and a cat. What? And they get along. Oh my god, I need to I need to find a better home for my kitty. It's yeah, man, pets are like a lot. 
my kitty is out of control. Really? Yeah, he's they're the like, easier of the two. I know, and he but they destroy has, everything. He just has so much energy and like bites me and freaks out, and then he's like totally mellow, and I don't need him to be like during the day at like two o'clock. Uh, I, you know, and then I don't know. I'm just it's a lot. So I'm trying to find a better home for him. I'm trying to also not say I need to get rid of him uh, when I. I better mean home is, is a good way. Better home is a better phrase. Give me one more trivia question. Okay. I'm just so angry with I mean, myself. I know. I'm a little bit disappointed, too. I'm not going to lie. Do you know? Uh, let me give you no. some of these questions. A lot of these. Oh, yeah. Ask me. Okay, hold on. Hold yeah, on. This hold is, on. We need to turn the tables. When did Petrovsky make Carrie breakfast? Wait. What did Petrovsky make Carrie for breakfast her first morning in his apartment? Isn't it just really? St- oh, at her place. Is that the no, one? No, no, no. Wait. His place or her place? What did Petrovsky make Carrie for breakfast her first morning in his apartment? He makes two hot espresso that she spits out because she can't handle it. These are such stupid questions. I know. These are bullshit questions. What did he make? What did he make? I want to know. Pancakes. And it was a later. It's like that's the final season. It's closer to your consciousness. You don't remember these things. Here, give me one. Yeah. I want to prove to you how hard this is. Let me just let me just embarrass you for a minute. I'd love it. Yeah, you'd. I. I All right, let, let me try this. I'd Wait, love so... to be embarrassed, but I'd love to not know something about Sex in the City. That would be refreshing. Okay, that one's easy. All right. um, okay, here we go. Because I don't know this one. Let's hope you don't know this. Okay. What was the thing that? What was the thing about Carrie's high school sweetheart Jeremy that gave her pause? He was in a mental institution. Oh, it was David Duchovny. Yeah, that one was easy. Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm bad at this. How did Carrie meet Patrick, the sober guy? This is all Carrie. Oh, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how she met Patrick, the sober guy. She, she was walking down the street, and he flicked a cigarette, and she went, ow! And then he's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, you know, I'm a smoker. And she's like, me too, buddy, but like, easy. I thought I got stung by a bee or something. She's good at this. And then he ends up getting addicted to sex with her because he's never had sex sober. And he was like scared. That's why every time she would kiss him and she'd be like, what's the deal? You don't have sex with me? And it's because he was scared because he didn't want to have sex sober. He'd never done it. And he hasn't done it in a while. The If only the internet could see my face right now. Yeah, it's just like... I'm like eating crow. Bring it on. Well, this is how we'll, we'll end oh, the show with some and I know, questions. And it's funny because I know the answers to these. I'm like, what did Robert put in Steve's nose when it was bleeding a tampon? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, God. I need to date a hot black man. Is that uh, racist? A little bit. It is? Well, I think... Oh, because it, I'm choosing a specific... Because like, you said it like dude? that. I think, like, sometimes I'm like... Because, like, oh, man, there's some fucking, like, hot dudes. And then they're also black. And, like... But I, I specifically, I, I want to date a fireman okay. as well. Is that racist? No. Do you want to date a black fireman? Hey, that sounds great, too. I think <laughs> I think if he meets all those other needs, like the other stuff, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Oh, my God. Question. Yeah, it's a slippery slope nowadays. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, but well, I just know that after let's dating. Let's have Bell Hooks come here and answer that question Who's for Who's that? You. She's this, like, awesome black feminist who, like. She, like, won't even put up with Beyonce. She's like, that's not feminism. Like, It's not? Because it's, like, so hinged in capitalism, I think. Because she's too curated? Um, And she, it's, like, she uses it as a blanket term to serve her needs. Oh, feminism? Yeah. And, oh. Camille Paglia says that uh, Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, Is feminist? Yeah. Because it's just a bunch of women just doing whatever they want to do. I kind of think that about this current era of the Kardashians, now that all the men have been written out or transitioned out of male gender yeah it's it's all about it's just about seven fucking empresses empresses trying to figure out how to run, run. their crazy like careers and lives I like say careers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's but, like, true. It's it's it, it is, and 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 the issues they deal with like are no longer about dating because they're either married, divorced, or moved on. Or Chris Jenner, like sixty seven years old, like it's kind of it's in- it's wild, yeah. But it, you also hope that women want to do more than what the Kardashians are doing. Yeah. Except for the like being multimillionaires and running your companies, that's tight. That's tight. But like, I never yeah. even say tight. So, what's the name of the, the thing that there's a theory in movies when these two women are in a scene and they're only talking about men? Bechdel, the Bechdel test. The how do you say it? The Be- Bechdel, B E C H D E L. Right? Is that what she's alluding to? Yeah. It's, um, and now the Kardashians are growing out of that. Yeah, I it's mean, it's just about. It's just stuff. about their careers and yeah. like. I don't know. It, it was like the episodes I watched, and again, a lot of these things I watched, I'm like pretty fucking high. So like, I'm like I'm like a willing participant, or like you know, hard stop. But um, but the episode I watched, Chloe was like, Kim and Courtney are kind of like out of the game right now because Kim's pregnant and Courtney's like not in the mood because she's going through a divorce. So I have to like essentially run the brand and do all the public appearances. And she was exhausted. I saw that episode. Yeah. yeah. And then and then she was also feeling and she was feeling bad about herself. Like she'd been working out with all this Lamar stuff, so her body was in awesome shape. Oh, she looks great. Yeah. And Kim was like, you look great. Your body dysmorphia is stupid. I booked you a cover shoot for this like fitness magazine. And again, like it's all like a warped version of feminism. But it was cool because like it that everyone was all about just like owning yourself. Like all these women were like, no, do what you want. Like fuck what other people think. You're yeah. amazing. You yeah. know, but the, it's the body modification that makes it all troublesome. <laughs> oh yeah. I suppose that is troublesome. I, I was watching real Housewives of New York last night and I just thought like, uh, look at these women. They're all like in their fifties or whatever. I think the youngest woman is like 35. Do you think they look good like that? What do you mean? Like when they're like in their fifties, Botox and like Botox. Collagen. Am I naive? They all have Botox. The real, the Beverly Hills ones. Oh, the Real Housewives of New York. I need to see what they look like. Like but... I love Bethany Frankel. Oh my god, look, dude, she's like, she's had stuff done, right? Like she looks don't look like... at her sauna like he's gonna save you. Like that'd be crazy if you. She was looks like... like she's on her like fourth facelift. Like really, I am so fucking naive. I mean, we do have to land this plane at some point, but yeah. I, I, I'm glad we can talk <laughs> we about this. We have to land this um, plane. I want to see what she looks like. I think she looks like the craziest of all of them, doesn't she? Well, you look it up while I go off on this for a moment. Yeah. I just think it's cool because it gives me hope. You know, if I go through a breakup or have a transitional period or something where I'm like and something ends and then I'm, you know, I'm single again out in the world. Watching these women on Real Housewives makes me feel hopeful because they've all been divorced and they're dating and they're just like women in their 50s. They're going to be women in their 60s just living their lives and everything's going to be okay. Yeah, I, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a really beautiful reading on that. It's a beautiful reading on it, but show me the before and after face of Bethany Frankel, who I adore. And I also am listening to her book called I Suck at Relationships So You Don't Have to. It's very helpful for those of you I, out there who need it. What I'm doing is I'm like looking up like either makeup free or like close ups of her. And yeah, dude, those cheeks are not real. All right. That forehead doesn't move. Sorry, I'm a dreamer, okay? It's beautiful. I'm Pardon really... me for just not seeing people's insecurities on their faces and just believing that they are, you know, what they say. This is a and how facelift. They... Oh, wow. That's a facelift. All right. Okay. Okay. No judgy. No judgy. Okay. But like... Just, let's just call it what we... You know, listen. Hey. Yeah, sorry. I get it. I'm so sorry about that. You know that. what would be fun... You being on the show again at another please point. Please, thank you. Please, uh, please, I, please. I, pr- I promise not to be hungover on that show, <laughs> even though we, we touched on, like, great things. Yeah. It was a very tangential journey that we went on. <laughs> um, and also, I'm thinking, sidekick. I mean, you're your own person. We know that. But it's like, I don't know. If we ever got somebody on here, I might need a sidekick. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, 
you might be a better version of me. No. Or just a different version. A, diff- you know? a gay version Listen, of you, a gay male. Yeah, you see Sex and the City differently than I do, but we're both watching the same show. Yeah. But it's nice to have different takes on things. Like, that's like a metaphor for something, I think. Mm. I like that. I like, no, this is, hey, what? Like, oh relationships, gosh. two separates coming together to create a greater whole? We're just doing a delicate dance and meeting in the middle, like a like a balance or whatever. Anyway, oh, where can people find you and spend money on your cool, awesome shit? I appreciate you asking me that question on air. Um, they, my, my name, because it's so loving, lovably unique, uh, it's on all social media it's like i get to be at cena grace so that's yay maybe i'll be on snapchat by the time this goes up please i think i still have my name because do yourself a goddamn favor <sighs> just do it so you can lurk on other people's just be part of the world and that goes for you that's for aristotle too just get on snapchat just to know i i try to be part of the conversation fine 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 i will i all probably right. will but anyway yeah so at cena grace cena grace.com um my my personal web store is just like my remnants from my past but like again amazon if you're interested in any of the things we talked about really really i just encourage you to like watch the web series on youtube it's free all the first five episodes of that season are up and there's a funny bloopers reel and there's a video of me wearing a wig playing guitar you know as a character named cena slash so it's called self-obsessed yes yeah, check it out please five episodes i watched all of them and you're yeah. so talented, like you're, you know, I don't, I'm saying the wrong things, but like your artwork, the way you draw, Aww. is it draw or paint yeah. or whatever? It's just like they're beautiful. Thank like, you. like, like I, they're they're my taste. I look at them, I go, I would want this. I would be into this, even if Aristotle didn't connect us. You're making you know? me blush. Thank it's you. It's true. Wait, by the way, where are you from? Santa Monica. Oh, my mom's your... Persian. My dad's like whitish. He's like Irish American. Uh, I don't want to ask a heavy question yeah, right at the it. end, but like, are they still together? No, 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 no. They divorced like literally like while I was in utero. Like, oh, really? Like, this is my interpretation of the events. I, my mom will not listen to this, <laughs> but like, as I understand it, my mom was like, hey, maybe we can make this marriage like work. And like, oh, like, you know, my daughter really wants like a little brother. Like, let's have another kid. And then oh, like, wow. very quickly was like, oh like you cannot like you like nope after all these years you still like are not the man that i need you to be to like raise kids so like Ugh. they divorced she got full custody she did an amazing job raising me and oh my, my sister goodness. yeah and your grandma helped yeah your grandma yeah oh my goodness so really yeah i have a really the, the the female side of my family i owe a great deal to and my dad's cool but flawed <laughs> so i'm trying to forgive him It'd be really nice to end it on that. Wouldn't that be really funny? <laughs> and, well, you heard it all here, folks. So, okay, so that's a metaphor. So, you know what? Your mom, thank God she didn't have a hard, fast, fuck no moment or else oh, you wouldn't yeah. have been born. Fuck. <gasps> Holy shit. Thank God I, 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 thank God I, I only experienced four months with somebody who's wonderful. It may not have been perfect, but at least I saw it through. Because if your mom hadn't have done that, you wouldn't have been born. Yeah, think about it that way. You, you, yeah. you had some kind of like spiritual baby of some sort i just had a spiritual baby and i've gained a new friend uh that's cool right aristotle does that sound nice that's not i don't sound shit talky right are you sure i like that no one can see aristotle (laughs) and see what he's doing he's He's, so adorable he's nodding his head no he's giving me the go ahead anyway watching top gun tom cruise like just like move around with aristotle here so many things to watch after this podcast anyway thank you never seen top gun i haven't thank you thank you for speaking do you regret it what? You? Being on the show. No. This is like the best part of my day. Okay, thank God. Maybe the best part of my week? Maybe no, the wait. best part of our lives. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Thank you very... No, really. Thank you. Earnestly, I've had an amazing time. All right. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. 